Hey adventurers, sorry to keep you from the episode for a minute, but a small disclaimer needs to precede this next arc of the story. As a cast, the Storyteller Squad wants any and all representation in our show to be respectful. We genuinely attempt to make the world of our campaign feel diverse, because our story takes place on an alternate version of Earth. This means, inevitably, the creatures and characters in our world are often inspired by real cultures and real mythos. As a keeper, I make it a point to include characters of various backgrounds because the real world is full of diversity, and that diversity deserves a place in the stories we tell. That being said, good intentions don't grant immunity to making mistakes. In the current mystery, the hunters are trying to rescue some Thunderbird chicks and get them back to their mom. This mythical creature is found in several Native American cultures, mythos, and religions, and since we recorded this part of the story last year, it's come to my attention that the Thunderbird is considered more of a sacred religious figure versus just being another legendary creature that it's okay to tell stories about. So despite wanting to respectfully include a mythical creature with a Native American background, using certain concepts and specific names like the Thunderbird has inherently appropriative connotations when they're used in media beyond the traditions and cultures they originate from. So I want to apologize for that misstep. If you have insight or experience when it comes to this topic or would like to share your thoughts, feel free to reach out to us, thestorytellersquad at gmail.com. I think it's important to attempt to make storytelling, especially storytelling through roleplay, a more inclusive while still respectful process. At the end of the day, I want to do right by my players and you, our listeners, because I'm incredibly grateful for the chance to tell stories with and for all of you. Thanks, everyone. And now, on with the episode. The world is full of wonders. Magic is hidden in small moments. And monsters could be hiding just out of sight. But if you're looking to find them... Adventure is waiting to happen. You never know who you'll meet along the way. We are the Storyteller Squad. to the Storyteller Squad adventurers. Thanks for joining us for more of our Monster of the Week game. Our heroes are tracking down trouble in the city of Portland. But before we actually begin, let's get everyone introduced. Let's be real. Things are bad. Final answer. But I did phone a friend. I'm Hugo Rashad. Brendan colleague, Prithi Devon. Too cool for their own good, but for some reason they still hang out with me. So that's nice. Agent Whitaker here. How long can you remain an unpaid intern at the Eastie Agency before everyone just starts calling you Agent Raven Eugenia? Guys, I want to live in a nightclub forever. I just want to dance all the time. <gasps> what if I had a nightclub all for myself? I'm Damien Angelo Edgecrest. I'm never drinking again. I just want to go back to my blanket burrito life. Felicity Starnbrook. I don't have much to say this week. I'm fine. I'm Aiden Brightwood, and I'm very ready to fight a gang of lycanthropes. Let's have an adventure. Catching everyone up on last episode's shenanigans, we wrapped up the night at the nightclub The Moment near the Portland airport. There was a sort of a hiccup in the plan when you all discovered that the shifter sledge was at the bar 
and you chased him away. He did manage to escape thanks to a contact of his, the rideshare driver in the city, and noticed Whitaker heading in. So they seem to have intel on our favorite secret agent man. But you all decided to try and salvage the night, whether from bad moods, previous trauma against a radio ghost, or just needing to drink for the first time with your friends. And so the next morning, Hugo filled you all in on information. He found out that a storm is headed for the city and you have not a whole lot of time left before it will arrive and wreak a lot of havoc and probably hurt some people in the collateral damage it might cause. You have your suspicions, thanks to Felicity's visions, that this is the parent of some Thunderbird chicks, which the gang of shifters seems to have kidnapped and are trying to harness the electrical energy that these creatures output. You decided to do some detective work. You found that there were power outages in the St. John's district in Portland, one of the shipping areas uh, where they have a lot of warehouses like the one in Felicity's Vision. And before heading directly there, you thought you might pick up some more detailed information from a contact of Whitaker's three contacts, actually. The Red Cap trio, Liam, Colin, and Neil, owners of a newspaper stand and souvenir shop near Powell's Books. And that's where we left off last time. Whitaker, I think you were about to punch one of them. <laughs> yeah, he's he's winding up for the punch, but Emery is a lot lower energy th- today. So suddenly <laughs> he just kind of like drops the punch and it's just like, Listen, man, we don't got a lot of time. If you could just give me what I want as soon as possible, that would be excellent. Thank you. You see that the three of them, their mock cowardice boils away, and Liam, the more gruff, grumpy one that has the long beard that normally conceals his two friends underneath it, says, uh, Oi, Whitaker, you stuffy bastard. What do you want, exactly? And, of course, Colin, the uh, bald one with the large nose, who is usually the arms of the puppeted old guy at the counter, you see he, like, pops up onto the counter, just like a a standing, casual arm push-up. You know, so his whole body is hanging underneath these long, extended arms he's got. Come to see your old pals, eh, Whitaker? And uh, Neil, who is, like, down in the pants, steps out of them. You can see that he's wearing, like, just a normal, like, little forest elf outfit. And he's got, like, his phone out. Uh, he seems to just, like, be the one they stand on all day, so he gets to, like, browse the web and stuff. And oh. he says, uh, Oi, Whitaker! Who's this? She's a right pretty lady! What's she doing hanging out with you? Which of the three is he referring to? Uh, Raven, because that's who you took over to talk to them. <laughs> ah, that's right, that's right, that's right. And Raven is quietly losing it over how they're all talking to Whitaker, calling him <laughs> bastard or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She's- like behind her hand, losing it. God, Whitaker just like shoots a glance at Raven, like, don't fucking listen to them. Looking for a bloke named Sledge. Uh, working somewhere, pushing and driving around Portland. Working somewhere in St. John's. We're looking for the warehouse he's working in and out of. You know, anything about anything. Colin, I swear to God, I saw you twitch. <laughs> You see, he, like, puts his hands up over his nose, which is his tail. His nose switches. That's like he does something. Liam stands in between you and him says, uh, Right, now listen. You know the deal. You want any information of ours, you're going to have to pay for it up front. But I just 
break that nose of yours again, and then we never have to worry about it, you giving it away. You hear Neil, he like has climbed back down onto the bench, and you see he's like surfing through his phone. Oh, we're so scared! And of course, Colin looks over and is like, Shut up! It's not your nose! <laughs> <laughs> but he says, uh, Listen, Whitaker, uh, we're not asking for much. You're all the same as anybody who comes by the shop. Just a small fee. You see, his fingernail on one of his fingers is long and pointed and a little sharper than the rest. And you see, they all have this raven as you see them there. Now that the awning of the shop has been brought down to disguise them, you see they've shedded the big stuffy coat and old guy disguise, and you see they're pulling out little little caps that are seen made of red felt, although they are much more crimson at the tip of the hat than like down by their head, where it sort of fades to like a more muted red. Alright, fine. Don't fucking touch me. And uh, Whitaker pulls out a Swiss Army knife. Okay. And, uh, you, you see, they all frown disappointedly, but like they're like, ah, fine. <laughs> and they all take their hats off and hold them under your finger. God. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just a little little like little prick. Little boop, yep. Boop, boop, boop. It's his middle y- finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gladly dip their hat, put it back on, and they uh, then all climb up back onto the counter and sit down cross-legged, and they say, "Right, let's get down to business then." Yeah, we saw that guy, Sledge. He's an asshole. He was driving through town, had his whole car blowing up like the 4th of July. Sounds about right. He knocked the power out of that streetlight a couple blocks down. Yeah, no, I know all this already. This is this is what I know. I need to know where he was going. Warehouse. Address, specifically. Do you got any people who might know where he's going? Where? St. John's is a big place. It is, it is. A lot of companies, a lot of people down there, especially for Gabar Elks linking around the docks. There was that uh, one fella, been getting a big name for himself, a little big for his britches lately. Yeah, what's that one? He's like a big scruffy dude, but kind of, you know, charming in a way. Listen, I just need a location or... Roll a really bad situation, Whitaker. <laughs> That's a ten. You don't have to worry about a question, it's just I wanted to see if you picked up on this. They're trying to rake you over the coals. You see them kind of reaching for your finger that's like still a little bloody. Oh my fucking god. (laughs) They want more for like more information. (laughs) Oh my god. He's gonna knock Liam upside the head just with the back (laughs) of his other hand. Yep, so Liam gets knocked off the counter. It's, oh, me aching back! And of course, Colin takes a magazine and holds it up in front of his face. It's like a glasses magazine. You wouldn't in a magazine with glasses, would you? This makes, I'm running out of time here, and I'm running out of patience even faster. Neil waves his phone in the air. All right, all right, I got you, I got you. Listen, I found him. He's on this app. Yeah, right shares in Poland. Uh, yeah, Mr. Tolvane! Yeah, I know, I know, Kato. I know this already. My fucking god. Oh, right, you're going, the one yeah. that came to us, Whitaker. I don't know what you want us to tell you. I needed a location. I gave you, I told you what I want. I wanted a location. I want to know where. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Raven's gonna reach over and just put her hand on Whitaker's shoulder. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's okay. Tag team, tag team, get in there. Raven, you get Raven, Raven, I'm getting nowhere. <laughs> 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 I am, like, pushing back a little. Raven, you can obviously tell Whitaker and these three go way back. Uh, oh, there's clearly yeah. a rapport here that drives Whitaker's blood pressure through the roof. 
<laughs> She's trying to stop him from having a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Just push him backwards. And then she's going to, like, lean her elbows on the counter. And, it's good cop, uh, bad cop. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. Whitaker knows what Raven's trying to do. Uh, she's going to lean for like, so you can, you know where he is? You can show us? Liam, the grumpy one, climbs back up. And he says, uh, Oi, Mish, you got to lean this guy in. He's going to break me face next time. Colin lowers the magazine. We don't know exactly where, but, uh, listen, the shifters are not a hard lot to track down, especially if you got a sniffer like mine. Uh, and you see Neil nod enthusiastically. Yeah, yeah, Colin's got a great nose for tricking. He can smell those nasty beastie guys anywhere. So we can just find his approximate location and literally sniff him out? Well, as uh, a friend of mine likes to say, follow your nose. Hmm. Interesting. We uh, we know someone who can... Well, we've seen him turn into a bird. I think Damien could turn into, like, a bloodhound or something. Well, we don't know who this Damien bloke is, but if you've got a tracker, best way to find him would be to get the scent of these fuckers and track him down like that. That warehouse district smells of fish and diesel, but a shifter's scent... That'll stand out if you know what you're looking for. Smelling for, I suppose. All right, that's good to know. And Raven's going to kind of step back, nod to them, and be like, thank you, gentlemen. You're very helpful. They they all have, like, big puppy dog eyes, but they're, like, all smiley. It's like, of course, miss, anything to help you out. Yeah, we'd love to see you back sometime. Right pleasure dealing with you, darling. Whitaker, they're extending Raven the most courtesy you've seen them show anyone ever. <laughs> disgusting is what that is. <laughs> yup. <laughs> Raven's going to be like, all right, well, you gentlemen have a wonderful rest of your day. And then she's going to try and drag Whitaker away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, he, he, he is repelled. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't look back. Just come on, buddy. Okay. I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. They, uh, not, they yeah, quickly no, fine. Like, they throw the, the costume back on, and as they're reforming the guy, you, you hear as you walk away, He called us all gentlemen! And the awning <laughs> raises up again. The little sign flips around. Bing! And the gift shop and newsstand is back open. And you see just the old guy sitting there with his styrofoam cup of coffee. Well, that was productive. Is it my turn to go talk to them? I think we've gotten all we can out of them, and frankly, I don't want to waste any more time here. Yeah, aren't we on a bit of a time crunch? Was it helpful? Yeah. I'd say so. Damien, I think we're going to do kind of a two-pronged attack here. We got Felicity with her memory of what the place looks like. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damien, if you uh, turn into something like a, like a bloodhound, like Raven was saying, can you uh, sniff out the same way it does? Yeah. I lose being able to see colors, which is one of the reasons I'm, you know, such a fan of being human. There's a lot of not good smells, but yes, I could turn into a bloodhound. Or like a golden retriever or something. All dogs can smell really good. Yeah, any one of them, really. Something that doesn't shed, please. Nope, it's too late. Damien already hopped in the car and turned into something big and fluffy. (laughs) Good. It's a golden retriever. You know, you're gonna have a lot of yellow fur in the car. Oh, Oh, all over the And it's like I never, Whitaker never touches Damien at any point, but somehow he ends up with just yeah, 
when Damien's an animal, is he still, like, himself? So, like, if we explain the plan to him and what he has to do, is he going to understand us? Yeah, he's just taking on the form of it. He still okay. has his brain and his personality and everything. Okay. He just has yeah. some of the abilities like the animal. I get to keep my intelligence and wisdom and charisma scores. Yeah. (laughs) If it were that sort of game. Um, I wasn't sure if it was like polymorph where you have the same intelligence level and now we have dopey golden retriever. (laughs) We're not worried about that sort of stuff in Monster of the Week. It's a soft magic system. So you guys, uh, I'm guessing you leave from there because you're in the Pearl District. That's where Powell's books is, but you head north up to St. John's, which is again where they have all the shipping and warehouses. I want to say, if I recall correctly, it's like late morning after brunch. Are you guys going to try and like do this fight now or are you going to wait or just like find the place, maybe case the joint a little bit? What's your plan? Can we get fast food? I'm hungry. Damien, you're a dog. Shut up, you're a dog. You get hungry? (laughs) No, I saw it. is like genuinely curious. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, no one's driven me through before, so i I was hoping, but you're right. No, I, I don't eat it. I don't particularly want. So it's just an urge because we see driving past them. Yeah, no, I'll take you to fast food anytime you want, just not today. Damien, uh, I thought we've gotten Taco Bell together. <laughs> we had bonding moments over Taco Bell. That is right. And we'll do that again, you know, like tomorrow after all this is over. Post case tacos, you know. Yeah. Make it a ritual. Be a tradition. Post hospital visit tacos. Oh, don't say yeah. that, Hugo. Why? Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> My idea was we'd find the place and at least see what we're dealing with. Yeah, scope it out. Okay. Yeah, we can park somewhere yeah. and have Damien walk around. So, Damien, since you're going to be the one trying to smell the shifter's scent, what are you guys using as the thing in order to track mm. it? Oh, shoot. Do we have anything? Would Damien still have had his outfit? that he was wearing at the time from the barn fight yeah i have no idea damien it was from like a couple weeks ago too so it's like if yeah anything was try and, still on try, and think more, like try and think more recently because yeah. like even if he had that outfit that scent would have gone do we have the uh, with the eggshells have it that was also from like over two weeks ago though your clothing probably has way too many scents on it right now doesn't it whitaker Oh, yeah. Because weren't you in a car with them at some point? I changed this morning. It's not the same suit every time. I'd be ludicrous. <laughs> no, Hugo's is right. It, is it the same clothes. scarf, though, Whitaker? Is it? Uh, that's his clubbing scarf. <laughs> we, we could go back for it, but I didn't get any hits on him, you know? We just kind of like... No, but you did story. ride in the car with Cade Tolvane for like with Cade Tolvane, 20 yeah. minutes. That's true. If that's all we got, then we should try it. Colorado. I'll, I'll say for I'll say for the sake of narrative, your clubbing scarf is just like tucked in the back of the seat of your car. Like you took it oh, off sure. when you came home. You know, like that's easy. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, you can use that, which Damien, I'll say will give you a plus one to investigate a mystery, which is I think the appropriate role for trying to find the monster's lair. And uh, we can get Felicity helping out on that because she's, you know, seen the place in the mind's eye. Yeah, can I help out? Yeah, Yeah, why don't you roll the help out action? I'm currently imagining windows down in the truck, Felicity looking out one side, (laughs) retriever head (laughs) lolling out the other, and together. Oh boy, help out is not a good one for me. Felicity's hair is like blowing back in the wind and 
Damien's ears are flapping. I got a seven. His mouth is open. That's a mix. Damien yeah. also got a seven. Does Felicity expose herself to trouble or danger? Oh, yeah, that's great. For oh, me. no. Hanging <laughs> your head out the side of the window. <laughs> Bug flies in her mouth. <laughs> She's like, I think I. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, that's all. I was thinking more like, have, has anyone seen the movie Hereditary? Stop! <laughs> okay, I was going to say it, but I didn't think anyone else had seen okay. it. Oh, you don't get to say that. That's it. horrid. Listen, listen, it's fine. Oh Damien, you have a mixed success. I guess where did it go is your most appropriate question to ask, right? Since you're tracking this thing down. Felicity, I will say this. As you're driving around and you're vaguely you can recall the direction the van went in your vision and again your vision wasn't a full-length movie you just got like glimpses here and there as you all are driving along and, and Damien you're a dog so how, I don't know how you're like telling them like go left go right I probably by like dangerously like leaping across the front seat like into Whitaker's lap and like sticking your head out the window and you want him to go to the left and then like <laughs> other window when you want to go right. <laughs> yes, just jumping on people's laps. And even when I'm not on Whitaker's lap, he's getting the excited dog tail. You guys have to cross a bridge in order to get from one side of Portland to the other since the river goes right through it. Felicity, as you are approaching this bridge, you see something that sends a shiver down your spine. You're, you're just like absolutely horrified by the thing that you see hanging from the bridge. With your sight, you're able to see a lot of the things that would normally go unnoticed by people in the city because they're glamoured. And so the spirits that live here walk about completely unnoticed and unbothered. You see this enormous tentacled beast that is just gripping the bottom of the bridge and just hanging down from it like a, a, a street lamp that's been inverted but made of flesh. This orb at the bottom of it, which seems to be an eye that is like looking in all directions. And occasionally it will like lock onto something and then like follow that car or that person and then like keep looking around. I don't mean to alarm anybody, but there is, in fact, a giant tentacle monster hanging off the edge of the bridge. Just wanted to let you guys know. Is it, is it still there? Is it safe? Is it, like, on the bridge? Sorry, I can't. I'm driving. D Damien, please, get off. <laughs> Hell. Raven, could you roll a weird roll? That is a... That is an eight for weird. You can see it, too, Raven, once it's pointed out to you. You know, I didn't want to, but here we are. <laughs> Raven turns kind of like, yeah, okay, oh my god, oh my god, she's right. You can see that one of these tentacles is sort of reaching towards a woman who's like pushing a baby cart. It's just like reaching towards this young woman, her, her kid, that's like walking along the waterfront park. Can I try to use magic to slap it away real quick? <laughs> You'd have to get a lot closer to like ah. affect this thing with magic. Raven is like squeezing Felicity's <laughs> arm next to her in the car watching it's this. It's gonna kill a baby! Whitaker, we should turn around. I, I swear, I can't do a- oh, He does an illegal U-turn. <laughs> <laughs> Bang a Yui! And turns around. What the, what the fuck is going on? What are you talking about? I can't Tentacle! see- what, what is going on? Tentacle! And Felicity yeah. takes out of the car. <laughs> running towards it. Aiden will quickly run after you. 
There's no, I can't, there's no place to park. It's, it's, it's like a highway. You're on like the boulevard basically that just drives oh, okay. along the edge of the waterfront park, Whitaker. So like there aren't technically parking spots, but it's not like you're going to like cause a traffic accident if you pull over and put your flashers on. Damien also bursts out of the car running, <laughs> but he's turned into a human, uh, but he didn't really have time to get changed. So he's just wearing a very feminine bathrobe. Classic. Cherry and cloth or micro plush? <laughs> oh, the, the micro. Yeah, of course. Hugo, are you also running? Nope. You're just going to sit in the car. Felicity, as you're running, you can see, again, this is like a massive, it's just like a big eye stalk that at the base of it has a bunch of these tentacles just sort of intertwined and wrapping around the bridge, and one of them is reaching towards this couple. And what you see is the kid in the stroller is like a little upset, it's a little bright out, and they fling their stuffed toy off to the side, and the parents are both on their phones, not super paying attention. So you see the like stuffed animal like on the ground, and the tentacle that's reaching, reaching, reaching goes and picks that up, and slowly then meanders over and drops it back in the baby carriage. Oh, it's helpful! It's helpful! Damien, it's your buddy. Oh, guys, do we have time? Can I stop? Can I say hello? Damien, you know them yeah yeah they're super cool and they're so helpful you see the orb (laughs) spins around and like locks onto your group as you're approaching damien you see the little tentacle like kind of like wiggle ah wave and damien will like open up the like the top part of the robe and just like gloop up a little tentacle wave (laughs) yeah okay aiden is just staring up to this thing wow (laughs) she's a little speechless (laughs) hey buddy Keeping an eye out. I appreciate it. Good work there. Yep. Yep. Raven's just going to wave. Just in that kind of stunt, like, huh, okay. Felicity's going to wave as she's going back. going to say, I'm sorry, I thought you were evil. <laughs> okay. You just hear this, like, whale song in your heads. <laughs> It's okay, buddy. These guys are my friends. Can I, can, can I get you anything? You see, like, the eye stock looks over at, like, a hot dog stand that's <laughs> offering, like, fresh hot dogs. I got you, champ. Uh, David's going to go run over and uh, get his man some hot dogs. We'll meet you at the car, Damien. <laughs> For the purposes of you actually finding something out, Damien, when you bring the hot dogs over, do the rest of you just leave at that point? Go back to the car. Uh, So, Damien, you hear Frank say into your mind, so you're back in town. Yeah, yeah, Portland's exciting. Uh, I was up north for a while, you know, small town life. You got to try it all. Mm, Sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. I hear they have real tall trees up there. I'd love to hang from one of them sometime. Oh, man, yeah, you'd have a blast. You Mm. could just cruise through the big trees, no problem. Do you want to ride over at some point? You know, I'll make my way. I'll hitch a ride on something at some point. Yeah, no, no rush. I mean, Portland's great. I was at the moment. Oh, I haven't been there in forever. It's Bob and DJ Chimera was playing. Oh, I miss DJ Chimera. No. Yeah, it was it was great because he's on tour. So I saw your friends. Oh, what are you doing with them? I didn't know you had friends besides people here in the city. 
Yeah, I mean, typically just, you know, the other monsters that are cool with me being a demon and everything, but these guys, it doesn't seem to bother them. So I've been, you know, tagging along and going on adventures. That's great. I'm glad you're finding your people, man. Yeah, it's really good. We're actually on our way to go after these lycanthropes that had kidnapped these little electrical birds. Oh, the shifter gang? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we know at least one of them is a shifter. Yeah, no, there's been a bunch of them around town. They're like gearing oh. up for something big. Gearing up? Yeah. Oh, They're driving over the bridges all hours of the day, all hours of the night. Yeah. There's not like a ton of them, right? It's just like a, a few of them that keep going back and forth. I'm not really paying attention to who exactly they are, but... No worries, man. Big groups of them. More more so than normal. You know, like, normally it's, like, two to three to a little group, but, like, yeah. there was one time this van rode by. I swear it must have been a dozen, at least. That is good to know. You don't happen to know exactly where they go, just that they're sort of that they're way, They're just right? heading the other way in, you know, in the city, and then they come back this way. Watch out. There's, uh, I don't know if you've seen the news, but there's a big storm coming. So I don't know if you've got, you know, sort of like a cave or a safe spot to be. I've been feeling be. something. Yeah, like like there's a lot of more static in the air. I guess I'll take cover. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. just for a bit. I'm sure we'll save the day and it'll be good tomorrow, but. Wow. I know you're in the business of saving the day. That's awesome. Yeah. They hired me to help save the day. I'm a company man. And he like takes out his, his edge crest badge. You see like the pupil on the eye stalk dilate a little bit like ooh, i'm impressed <laughs> yep uh, so i'm i'm pretty much people now i've got like a driver's license and everything hey congrats congrats my man well, listen i don't want to keep yeah. you if you're gonna try and stop oh, whatever thing is coming the storm yeah, yeah I, i'm gonna go run but hey man it was nice catching up yeah hang tight friend damien before you actually leave the hot dog guy who's been like watching you damien just look up under the bridge and have this full-on conversation. You're just there with like your other hot dog munching and chatting up at the bridge. He's in his bathrobe too. Yeah, so it's just like a pink micro-plush bathrobe, yeah. just Davy, barefoot, <laughs> nothing He's else. A... Sir, do you need help? Yeah, Friendly it, it, hot dog it, stand man. Yeah. Doing his best for the city. Yep. Yeah. I was on a call. He like quickly like pulls out like a Bluetooth, a Bluetooth headset. thing. Yeah. It's just like yeah, I was I was on a call, but but thanks. And, uh, so you head back to the car. Yeah. Frank waves. Yeah. Damien tries to make like a whale noise back to him and just goes. <laughs> you hear in your mind. Your accent's getting better. Oh, thanks. All right. Yeah. So you hop back in the car. You guys just met Frank. Does um, Damien oh, yeah, turn that. back into a dog before he jumps in the car? Is it Certainly just Damien is conscientious of the fact that transforming in public would cause problems. So he like he hops in the car first, but like goes in through the front seat because he's going to be a dog in a bit. So he's just on all fours across the front two seats, just saying, "Oh, guys, that was Frank." Frank is amazing. Uh, what a what a good dude. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of lycanthropes in this direction. The whole shifter gang, they're gearing up. Uh, and then Damien is going to turn into a dog and start sniffing again. I still can't fucking see them. Aiden, from like the back seat, whispers into your ear with a 
just, just consider yourself go. lucky. You're so oh, glad you can't right. see this thing. Well, I mean, don't be rude about it. You know? I know. It's. I mean, it, I shouldn't say that. It's shocking. Frank has been working out. Okay, let's let's cut him some slack. No, he looks he looks great for Very an ice pack with a bunch of tentacles. Yeah. Yeah. Haunting. All right, let's get along with it. <laughs> for then. the next like four minutes of the drive, the backseat tries to describe this thing to Whitaker. <laughs> doesn't do a great job and honestly creates a mental image that's even worse than the real thing. <laughs> Good. Somebody call it Mr. Lovecraft, I guess. Yeah, there's a lot of like Aiden, like someone will say something and she'll be like, yeah, but it was like more wet. Or, or like, <laughs> oh, you know. No. <laughs> there was at least 16 tentacles we yeah, could see. Yeah, like, oh, I counted 25 at least. <laughs> it's like, that's enough. I, I, I think I got it excellent. We can, we can. Damien, you smell anything, Damien? What color <laughs> would you say it was? Else? Like a, like a, like a short purpley green? Yeah. Like a purpley green. <laughs> Frank, Frank is, is he sensitive about his tentacles? So like, don't oh, no. count them, okay? Don't like count them out loud. He's, he's lived a long life. Wait, does he think he's got too many or too few? What's the... He seems lovely, and I'm glad to know that he's friendly. And maybe yeah. we'll stop by again on the way home yeah, and say hi. Okay. Absolutely. We'll bring him some yeah. Taco Bell, if he likes Taco Bell. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he'd love tacos. He's always eyeing the food trucks. Yeah, we're in Portland. We shouldn't get Taco Bell. We should get... There's got to be some good food trucks around here. We'll worry about it later. You guys do eventually drive over to the St. John's District. There gets a point as you're driving through where, like, they're going to start asking you for ID Whitaker or some sort of official authorization to drive your car around. It's not public in the way that you can just park wherever and snoop about. So you may have to go on foot a little ways. I fear that the EST agency tag can't get you everywhere. It definitely looks and is an official government issued id so in that sense it can get you in places if you say you're part of an active investigation yeah, um, i don't want to like cause that level you're of, not trying to get yeah. that level of attention on yourself yeah yeah and you have a dog with you so it's like all right let's park here and take to the streets on foot it starts to look a lot the same all these warehouses have various logos on them but other than that they're just gray sheet metal buildings it's maybe a 10 minute walk from where you leave the car and you see a series of buildings. They don't have like a company sign or like a visitors inquire here sign on them. And you see there are a few people standing around. There's a couple leaning against near a door frame, smoking. Another person is like driving a forklift by. But Damien, the scent of the shifters, this like very strong, and I think it's not like a bad smell. The red caps are kind of rude. It just smells very animal musky and uh there's a very strong concentration of it leading towards this warehouse damien's sort of leading the way and like pointing with his dog nose <laughs> this warehouse has windows a couple stories up to let light in but not anywhere on the ground floor there seems to be a door on the side of it that you could try and get in through there's probably another door in the back and maybe yeah. a couple more for like fire safety reasons I think looking as uninteresting as possible, Whitaker is going to do a loop around the building to just, you know, map out exits, what have you. How many people okay. are outside? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to investigate also then? I would love to investigate a mystery. 
That's a failure. <laughs> oh no. Okay. That's fine. Experience. Wait, could someone help out? Someone could help out if they wanted. Would it bump you up it to would, mix? It would be very helpful. Yeah, if you got a six, if someone yeah. passes on help out, that would bump you to a seven. Why don't you help him, Raven? I would love to. Miss Intern? Ooh, Ooh that's not good. <laughs> We're the two of us walking around trying to look as inconspicuous as possible. That is a four plus cool, which is just one, so that's a five. Oh, a double failure. At least we can be idiots together. That makes me feel better. <laughs> yep, walking around like, your... I don't see anything, do Mark you? your experience. <laughs> Damien's our seeing eye dog. We just can't see anything. Yeah, no yeah, well, well, Damien, Felicity, Aiden, and Hugo are all hunkered down behind some shipping containers to just be out of sight. But you two, you stroll over, trying to appear non-conspicuous. You go down between two of the buildings, trying to see if maybe there's a side door or something you could climb on top of to look up through these windows. Just check it. Are they both in suits right now? Mm-hmm. Yep, because okay. you all got uh, special protective suits <laughs> from the EC agency. So they're, they're blending in. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> With all these blue-collar workers who are just yeah. in, like, work pants. and <laughs> You hear someone call to you from atop another set of shipping containers. They're at the other end of this in-between-the-buildings walkway area. Can I help you, suits? We're just looking around. We're fine, thank you. You see the woman that stands up. She looks kind of young. Definitely got more muscle on her than, like, an average girl her age. And she has medium brown hair shaved on the sides and gets a little longer on top. She's let the bangs get spiked up a little. You hear her, she whistles, and the couple guys in like thick workman coats step out on either side of the alleyway and block the leaving of that space for the two of you. Sorry, is there a problem here? We're on business looking for some structural integrity issues. We don't really need your assistance here, but... Thank you if you please move out of our way. Uh, Pulls out the badge, <laughs> flashes it very quickly, like a psychic paper. Raven's gonna pull out her phone and just try and look like Whitaker's like assistant, looking annoyed, kind of just like, oh, we have places to be. Yeah. Can we not do this? Whitaker, could you okay. roll me a tough a tough roll? Oh, well, that's nice. That's lovely. <laughs> could you just roll me that real quick? Yeah, I could roll you a tough roll. I'll roll you a, I'll show you a fucking <laughs> tough roll. Uh, is that Whitaker's a tough boy. <laughs> Oh, not today he's not. Oh, never mind. Today he is. It's a 12. A 12. Whittaker smells trouble. What happens is one of the guys, when you flash the badge into his face, grabs at your wrist to, like, hold it there and, like, get a good look at it. You quickly muscle your arm away. Like, excuse me. You might be investigating structural integrity issues, but this is a trespass in violation. Well, trespassing or not, we'll be right on our way, and I won't report you for attempting to assault me. Yeah, I'll make any reports, mate. You see the sides of his mouth start to, like, creep, creep, creep. His incisors enlarge. The guy behind you and near you, Raven, you see hair starts to, like, sprout from the, the corners of his shirt and his collar. You see his face sort of widens out a little bit, seems more ape-like. You guys are in trouble. Time to uh, Raven, act under pressure, perhaps. Raven, with her phone still out, is going to text the group SOS. 
she already had it out and she was trying to just look like she was checking emails but she definitely had the group chat open just in case mm-hmm. the gorilla shifter is gonna try and grab at you uh raven and oh, the no. tiger shifter is gonna try and grab at you whitaker to restrain you both and like bring you inside were we both rolling act under pressure you can do what you want describe what you're gonna try and do i'll tell you what role it is I would like to step in between and try to throw off the one trying to get at Miss Eugenia while I've got the tiger guy coming at me. Okay. Are you trying to, like, disarm him or, like, cripple him or something? Is he armed? Apart from, like... Apart from his large physical strength, no. They don't have weapons on them. Apart from his beefy arms? Yeah. Beefy (laughs) arms. I would like to... Hey, uh, is he taller than me? No, actually. Uh, Not yet. I'm going to at least try to, like, uh, get to him and try to s- sweep his legs or, or do something to give us a chance to just bolt. So. That's probably kick some ass, then. One of the options there is like, I put them where I want them, so. That's right. You're right. You're so right. That's less good. That's a seven. Seven still... Seven still does stuff. It's yeah, seven's fine. not bad. It's not, it's not the worst. Uh, you're going to inflict some harm. Uh, Whitaker, you go to, like, sweep this guy's leg rear back with your leg and just like go for like a real intense kneecap kick which you managed to pull off and you hear the guy like Aah! but you see his arm comes up as he's falling to one knee to just clock you in the side of the head sounds about right so you'll take two harm from his fist attack reduce that by whatever battlefield awareness i can reduce by one i don't think my flak vest will <laughs> protect me from a hit to the head though. well it is your, oh, no. your armor right yeah, but if it's like, the head is pretty specifically unarmored. Yeah, but you could throw your arms up. Okay. All right, we'll say that then. I mean, if you want to take harm, take harm. I'm just trying to help you out here. <laughs> it's fine, I just... Yeah, so it's sort of a, it's a, you're trading blows, but neither of you is really going to draw blood yet. Raven, you have the striped cat shifter behind you now. Raven is trying to avoid all confrontation and she's gonna try and just like duck she doesn't want to hit anyone but if someone's coming at her she wants to try and just like duck out of the way if she Mm -hmm. can go through someone or under someone and try and get closer to the exit that they were blocking so would that be act under pressure yes it would so i rolled earlier and i haven't touched it and that was a seven plus one for cool so that's an eight you have to make a hard choice or a price to pay since you have a mixed success you could definitely, because with your martial arts training, you're quick on your feet, you could certainly get past this guy who's trying to, like, grapple you. Problem is, if you get past him and make a break for it, now it's two-on-one against Whitaker. That's fine. <laughs> and, and, you know, these guys are transforming. They, they clearly seem intent on not letting people snoop around here. And whether that means eliminating witnesses entirely or if they're just going to, like, club him and dump him somewhere, you don't know. If you want to leave this situation, you will leave Whitaker behind. How far away is the car? The car is a ways away. Your friends, it's a shipping yard, so they're probably like 100 feet away from this warehouse behind some other containers. Okay, so if Raven runs to her friends, and then with the plan of running to get them and then all come back, that's not going to be that long. No, not really. Okay, she's going to do that. Okay. He's gonna, like, shoot a glance back at Whitaker, like, I'll be back. <laughs> he has yeah. to know he's not abandoning him. Oh, he Plus knows. It's like, the, the mission was scout, 
And if yeah. we're getting in a fight, it's like, well, this fight's not part of the mission. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Skedaddle if you mm-hmm. can. Raven, this tiger comes at you with a claw. You lock his wrist and then, like, drop him to the ground quickly, using his own momentum against him. You swing around and then just, like, let him go and start running. The group. You get a text from Raven saying SOS. Damien's back in his beastie agency suit to fit in with everybody else. And he's charging in there because two people have already gone. Aiden is quickly behind you. She does look at you, Felicity, first, and she says, hang back, okay? Why, 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 why? She's already gone. She's running after Damien. I thought you were doing like the... I thought it was like the echo. Why? (laughs) Hugo? Is following Felicity. Let's see. Raven, as you dash towards the end of that alleyway, that muscular lady who is on top of the shipping crates lands in front of you. You can see her skin is starting to get like a spotted pattern on it. She looks up at you with these slitted green eyes. You didn't think I'd let you get away, did you? She's going to pull out her hands, which are now growing long claws in them, and try and slash at you. Oh, gosh. Raven is terrified, but also all these people. She's like, oh, that's so cool. Oh, my God. What kind of animal are they? Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) She's trying to, like, take it all in and figure out, like, what everyone is. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. Can Raven take out her... Uh, I don't know if she'd have that on her reasonably. That'd be kind of weird. She had her flashlight. I mean, you guys were going on a mission, so it's reasonable to assume you would have any gear you might think relevant to bring on Okay. She's going to take out her flashlight and she's going to try and crack this lady like over the head. Just like bean her with the flashlight? Yeah. She okay. feels so bad. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kick some ass. Oh boy. I rolled a seven, but my tough is minus one. Oh no. So that's a six. Rip. Okay. I'm going to roll something really quickly. Oh boy. Oh no. Stop. It's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's probably fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, she shouldn't be rolling anything. What the why fuck? Why are you worried? Why, why are we worried? Why? Keeper shouldn't be rolling anything. No, Keeper never rolls anything. <laughs> Unless it's uh, Aiden, in which case, it, that's just another different. hunter. Aiden's not the Keeper. It's Natalie true, never rolls. I, I never do anything. I just sit here and listen to you guys play a game. I'm not involved. <laughs> Should I start writing a new character now? No, you're fine. Sorry, I'm taking a minute because I didn't have a PDF open that I should have had open. She's uh, over 10, so she has to figure out which one of the extra damage or getting what mm-hmm. wants, you know. Gotta find all of her D8s. Needs um, 15 of them, and she'll roll all of them at the same time. So, Raven, you, you go to swing at this woman, and she she moves with the fastest fighting reflexes you've seen. Maybe, uh... Yeah, hmm? Cheetah. Uh, she's not yellow, no. But she's very quick. But as her, like, claw comes through your face, there's a flash of golden light. And Aiden catches the claw with her forearm as she teleports to you. She uses the protect action. She rolled a four, but she has a plus three to protecting. So you protect them okay, but you suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. This woman who is attacking, her claws are two harm. That's enough for Aiden to block with her armor. You see the claws dig in and like slash at her, her coat that she's wearing. But she then takes a quick step back and goes defensive side by side with you, Raven. Whitaker, you have two shifter guys on you now. What are you going to do? Beautiful. Uh, what's the terrain like? <laughs> it is It is literally asphalt in between two warehouse buildings. 
It's nice. maybe oh. it's maybe twelve feet wide. There's not oh, a lot goodness. here. There's some barrels, yeah. like old barrel drums, and some like wooden pallets that are just sort of stacked up. Yeah, not a lot to work with here. Uh, well, I guess I just gotta survive until F Felicity and Raven and Damien and the rest of them get here. Yeah, you could so, take a defensive move. Yeah, uh, I could just pull my gun threateningly. I was gonna say, you could roll protect someone, the someone being yeah. you. But it specifically <laughs> yeah. says another character, so I don't think we'll use that that way. Uh, yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. just act under pressure if you just want to, like, dodge or, or be evasive. Let's just do that, right? We're just gonna try to tire him out before my friends get over. Yeah. Whitaker has trained to, like, take on multiple assailants before. Yeah. yeah that's, that's standard procedure to learn that sort of thing. That was good. That was a 10. You do what you set out to do. He's gonna bob and weave. Do you, do you pull your gun, or do you just stay hand no, hand? Not yet. That, that seems like escalation. Okay. The gorilla pushes himself up onto his feet again. You see he's like swings both hands at you. Uh, William Shatner, double fist punch style at you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, classic. But you, you manage to duck under and it bang, makes like a dented imprint in the metal. The tiger then gets up off the ground, flexes its wrists a little bit, and is going to try and corner you. I got plus three cool. I could do this all day. All right, gang. The group approaching, besides Aiden, who fast-traveled, what do you guys do? I'd say at this point, you can see Whitaker being assailed in the, this little space. And at the other end, like at the far end of the building, you can see uh, Aiden and Raven are engaged with someone else. How far away am I from Whitaker? Could I use magic on one of the two? Sure. Okay, I know what I want to do, and you can tell me if I can do it. I want to pick one of the people up and then slam them back down onto the ground. Sounds like you're attempting a uh, inflict great harm move with magic. Yes. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten! Cool. Yeah, you get to pick your... Uh... I don't think it has a glitch. It just happens, right? Yep, it just happens with the, yep. with the full success. And I'm going to do the inflict great harm. Well, this one, I guess, just inflicts one harm. But it does ignore magic armor. So that's um, good. I also have... Where is it? Do you have another feature that gives uh, damage to your magic rolls? Yes. When you cast a spell with used magic, as well as the normal effects, you may pick from the following, and I'm going to pick the target immediately suffers two harm, ignore armor. Okay, so that's three to this. Which one are you going for, gorilla or tiger? Tiger. Felicity, as she's running, reaches out with her magic. The tiger, Whitaker, as it goes to pounce on you, it leaps in the air, but its body is suddenly halted in its momentum, and you see it shoots up maybe five feet and then slams back down into the ground. You see it coughs up a little blood as it just, like, impacts with the pavement. Uh, good job. Here. At the mention of the cavalries here, Damien, having seen all of these shapeshifters, is going to pull a tiny pink saddle that he stole from a four-year-old's birthday party, throw it on his back and transform so it's just sort of a pony coming in to like get Whitaker out of danger of these two guys. I like the idea that maybe it's it looks like a cartoon pony too. There's there's like the the beauty print on like the, the butt. Yeah, like sparkling yes. rainbow <laughs> hair. Yeah. I guess that would be I mean you can just transform, so that's not hard. I suppose it's a help roll. You can just roll yeah. help out. I'll say if you succeed, rather than needing to bump someone up from a failure or uh, or not or whatever, you'll just get plus two to Whitaker's next thing. Eleven. Nice. Totally. You you gallop on up. 
like rear back on the two hind legs, like uh, in front of Whitaker. <laughs> um, Whitaker, there is a pastel pony ready to help you out in this fight. <laughs> Whitaker walks away. <laughs> I quit. God damn it. Hugo, you want to get into this fight? I'm trying to think of what he would actually do here. I mean, you have two two assailants. You need to combo with Felicity and have you, like, yeah. electrify a shipping crate while she throws it. <laughs> Power moves. Yeah. Power moves. Power moves. Let's Doesn't do it. Doesn't Hugo also know karate? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. Hugo yeah. is, like, so he trained in hand-to-hand pieces. combat. He can do spells. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone's actually good. Hugo's going to go into Overwatch mode and just nice. try to keep an eye out for any additional threats coming in. Okay, so you post up like at the entrance to this space that everyone's sort of fighting in, making sure no one else shows up. I like that. Uh, why don't you read a bad situation? Okay, that's not going to be that bad. Eh, it's a seven. You still get to hold one. You can ask one of those questions. Are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Hugo, you are perhaps one of the members of the hunter group most clued in to why you are here in the first place. Or at least you're very much capable of staying on mission. And you can see in the, uh, the windows, even though it's pretty bright out here, inside the warehouse, every couple of seconds, you'll see like a, a flash of light from inside. Good to know. There's probably some other stuff in there that uh, is going to be trouble for you. Well, that's where we're going once we deal with these people. Cool. Let's see. Raven, there's this shifter in front of you. Looks like she's ready for a fight. What are you doing? Okay. Raven's panicking. All right. Don't panic. There's a horse here. See, you saying that made me have a terrible idea. How close to how close to Raven is Damien? Not very close. Because again, you, oh, you booked it away from that fight to try and get away and call for help. Um, so okay. now that Whitaker is not interested, Damien's probably going to trot back to Raven. <laughs> I just... If Damien looks like insulted. a giant, you know, trademarked pony toy, she wants to jump on his back. He's wearing a saddle. Raven yeah, it, really wants to jump on Damien. You could certainly go and jump on Damien. Because Damien can run away. Yeah, Damien will go. sort of hair flip in rejection <laughs> from Whitaker. Main flip. And then you can just... see Damien is just the most fabulous pastel horse you've ever seen. He's beautiful. Anders, I spurn you so often in this game, but I want you to know that I love everything you do so much. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you do is perfect, and I reject you because I love you. Yeah, it's the right thing to do as Whitaker. Which is good, because I try to push those buttons sometime, where I'm like, I need that Whitaker rejection. it's It's so good. If we don't get an exasperated sigh out of Whitaker because something Damien does every episode, something has gone wrong. Yeah. So Raven's gonna see that Damien transformed and just be like, oh my god. And then she's gonna try and wave him over. Be uh-huh. like, come on, come on. And she, this can only go badly. She wants to try and do the thing where if he like trots by, she like jumps on his back. All right. Oh, like legless style. Yeah. <laughs> but like slower. Like she, she, I don't think Raven has really any experience in horses, but I'm imagining Damien's like a chunky pony. If yeah. he you know, like trots by, she's going to try and jump up on his back. <laughs> what uh, do you roll for that? I don't think you have to roll anything for that. You're just climbing onto his back. It's yeah. just like not, 
Anyone could do that. She yeah. thinks it looks really cool, but it's probably more like, okay, come here. All right, no, slow down. Okay, okay. All right, it's let like, me huh, hold on. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and then slides on like over and is like, <gasps> okay, we're good. Let's go. All right. So Raven, you you managed to climb up on top of Damien, the horse of a different color, and Aiden is like, what are you doing? It seemed like a good idea. <laughs> and then she's just gonna point like forward and be like, let's go. <laughs> Damien, I guess, uh, roll the kick some ass as you attempt to maybe run over the, the cat yes. shifter lady. Absolutely. Yes. This is the most ridiculous thing Raven has ever done in her entire <laughs> life, and she's having an amazing time. How do we do? Not great? Uh, no, that's a four. Oh, oh wonderful. No. <laughs> no. Wait, can I help out? No, that wouldn't help. It wouldn't you help. Ha- two people can help out. <laughs> that's that's not how that works. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you spend all this time getting onto your, like, <laughs> magnificent horse, and the, the cat lady is just like, what? <laughs> ah, it doesn't matter. Ah! And, like, slashes at you, Damien. Uh, so, too harm to you. I feel bad that Damien got hurt because of me. Uh, Did you get hurt? Oh, D- Damien's fine. Right. Damien's immortal now. Um, oh, right. Okay. Aiden is just going to punch at this cat lady. <laughs> Good. Did the horse distract her at all? to give Aiden an advantage. No, not really. I mean, okay. it was a shot. big target. It wasn't hard for the cat to like slash at his horse body, but we'll see. Let's see how she does. Uh, that's a four. I think that she might still get up to seven. Uh, nope, that's a seven. Aiden's tough. She gets to do two harm to it. Although, despite her like, fist glowing golden, you see the, the cat shifter doesn't seem to be as phased as you might've expected. She just shakes her face really quick and then, like, scratches back. So you gather that these shifters have some sort of natural defense once they are changing into their animal forms. I think we should all come up with fun combo name moves for, uh, oh, for, God, each, yes, right? for each team up. What's a good Raven and Damien combo move? We do have uh, Windy to do some Legolas-style archery drive-bys. That's oh good my god, one. I completely forgot about that. So are we... I don't know if this is a little bit meta, but are we going to try and get out of this and then come back, or are we going for it? I assume we're just going for it. Yeah, I think we sort of Our cover's blown. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys need help? I'm thinking since the the space between these warehouses is fairly, like, you know, whatever, haven't you made, like, nets or barriers or something like that? Yeah. Because if you could just, like, trap them in a... Space for a moment and give like Whitaker and Raven and uh, Damien enough time to just peel out and then just trap them. Then that could give us a place to. If we take out the person in charge, if we take her out first, or like take her hostage and be like, "Hey guys, listen, stand down." Let me look to see if I have any game-breaking moves. <laughs> Let me check. Because <laughs> a lot of my stuff is mostly based on. When you guys do things, I try to help and make sure things don't go too badly. That is useful. Um, I don't have any, like, good specific moves. Otherwise, Um, I'm just going to stun it on someone. That's good, too. That ain't bad. I do kind of like the hostage idea, though. Threaten them a little bit and be like, you let us go. You let us go wherever we want in here. We take the boss with us. We get the the baby Thunderbirds. I will say, the boss of this whole operation is not here. We also don't know who else is in this building currently. Yeah, that's true. There could be people out before we head in. 
that the main thing is we would need to take out these three people to make sure they don't get to anyone else mm-hmm. as quietly as possible. Okay, I have a plan and it's not quiet. What is Felicity, it? I, Felicity, we need you to open a shipping crate and magic them inside and shut it and weld the lock and weld the door <laughs> shut. All of these are just like Felicity plans. I'm sorry for leaving out everyone That's else. Right. <laughs> Felicity just got the most game-breaking yeah. magic. Felicity's big magic. Mm-hmm. That's all I do. So what's uh, open? I feel like we could use Hugo to weld it shut. Yeah, yeah. Or we shove them mm-hmm. inside and then electrocute the crane. Yep. Are we killing all these people or not? Nah? No. We well, oh. <laughs> we're, 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 we're trying to avoid it. Okay. It should not be our number one. Like, number one priority, get the birds out. Killing, never number one priority unless specifically stated. I mean, if they are clearly trying to kill us, Raven is not against defending. Right, like that's, yeah, yeah. First priority would be like, tie them up and leave them after we leave. Do, do we like shipping crate containment? Is I like it. Something? I do like locking okay, them excellent. in a shipping crate, yeah. Excellent. Sounds like Who? you guys have a plan. So, you see now, Raven, since you said you were interested in what sort of animals these people were, the, the girl's face has now really started to take on the feline features of her shifter form. She has large ears with little tufts at the tips of them and stripes across her face. Her hands, they were growing those big claws, but her hands have filled in now to make these large, very fluffy looking paws that the claws can retract in and out of. Uh, she looks like a lynx. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> Raven and Jeremy are just fangirling together. Oh my god, Kitty! Oh, Kitty! Oh, oh. Wow, wow! <laughs> she's like, that's kind of offensive, actually. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. dare you? Um, Raven just whispers it under her breath. I'm just like, Kitty. Are we doing it? Are we doing Who it? Who is nearest to an unlocked shipping crate? Well, Hugo and Felicity, you're probably right next to each other. Uh, plus, you can do magic at range, so there's no reason for you to be, like, right up on these guys. Mm-hmm. For this um, thing to work, though, we'll need Felicity to do the stuff. We we can do things to help her, though, like maneuver them into a, a, a better position. Um, anyway, initiate plan SCP containment breach. Uh, should Felicity go first to try to open the uh, shipping crate? Yeah, yeah. Totally. and if she needs help, Yuku can help out. Sick. Okay, so Felicity's going to go and try to open the shipping crate. Yeah, and if look- she needs to, she'll use magic to do so. But if she can just open it on her own, she's going to open it. Uh, well, they, I mean, the shipping crates are not meant to be just, like, opened by anybody. There's locks on them. So you would certainly need to use magic of some kind to, like, break those or just force the doors open with your very destructive magic. I'll just break the lock. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Nine. So All happens right. for the glitch. You get to pick that glitch. Yeah, let me go get to the glitches. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention. Oh, not that one! <laughs> <laughs> I, I love mean, it. Yes, that one. It's that one! That one! Uh, <laughs> so, Felicity, you are looking around, looking around. You get this idea that you kind of quickly explain it to Hugo. He agrees that it's a good idea. So you, with your magic, you do a very targeted strike this time. It's not the wild, chaotic mess you normally are with your magic where things just break. You zero in on the lock that's got one of the shipping containers closed up and you just like point it that specifically, your eyes narrow, and that lock just <laughs> explodes, but damages nothing else in the immediate vicinity. What does happen, however, pieces of the lock that go flying towards the building you guys are, are near break a couple of the windows 
that let light into the warehouse. Oh no. Hugo, are you going to rush over and open the door? Yeah, I guess that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, that was the plan. You don't have to. You can totally change based on what just happened. Nope, we're going to do that part, and we're going to be prepared for whatever things may come. You're able to, once the lock is gone, just, like, figure out the lever mechanisms. It takes you a little bit, but it, there's not, like, a lot of complexity to it. So you open it up. There's some cardboard boxes in here and some other stuff on uh, some, like, very simple shelving units towards the back. It looks like just raw material, like lumber or, or metal beams and things. Whitaker, still got two guys on you. Whitaker, I guess, is going to back up towards the, the shipping container and try to, like, lead them that way, yeah. Okay. So, again, not not fighting right now, just evading and just Alrighty. bringing them back. It's another act under pressure, then. That's a 14. Wow. I'm going to give you this, Whitaker. You do the, like, parkour, leap up, kick off the sidewall, jump back down. He's so spry for a man so his age. So spry for his age. Yeah, so you managed to just get around the gorilla who was being wide and trying to block your path. You, you maybe hear, like, a little pop when you land, but it's fine. You, you ignore it. <laughs> adrenaline, baby, adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you then start to take off towards Hugo and Felicity. The two shifters are definitely going to chase you, though. They will not get a chance to do harm, though, as you've got oh, their grasp. Perfect. That's perfect. Raven, Damien. On our way to the shipping containers... You're going to turn around in this alleyway space and run back towards that area? Yes. Ideally, charging towards the open end of the shipping container. It is a way away, so I don't know if you have to run past anybody. You would have to run past the the tiger and the gorilla shifter in order to, like, get over there. You're a horse, so you're probably a little faster than them, or at least equal with them. They're chasing Whitaker right now, so if you just want to go that way... I'm not going to make you roll because you can just leave. There's no, like, opportunity attacks to worry about or anything. I don't think there's a roll for running away. You're just able to do it. (laughs) You just run away. I imagine I brought Wendy with me, especially for, like, a stealth mission. I mean, yeah, your spirits are with you. They never really leave. Yeah, that's true. I I always, I care a lot about Wendy, and I think about leaving them in the car sometimes for their own safety, but I'm sure Wendy comes with me. I'll tell you this, many a time you have been like, stay, and close the door, and like a few minutes later, you just hear the little like, hop, hop, hop of its bunny feet (laughs) chasing after you. (laughs) They just appear on my shoulder. Yeah, I mean, it's a wind spirit. It's not going to be stopped by a car door, like. (laughs) Yeah, so she's been given up. I'm trying to tell Wendy to not come along. So yeah, she'll, um, since she can't really do anything, she'll, she'll kind of like pat Wendy on the side and be like, hey, you're up. So you're going to have them attack? Yeah, she'll, uh, who, who would be close? Which, which like bad guy's the closest? You're sort of in between the two shifters that are chasing after Whitaker and headed towards the shipping container and the, the Lynx lady who's engaged with Aiden right now. Okay. She'll kind of gesture to, uh, I guess the ape one. One of the ones that going after Whitaker to try and even it out. Be like, think you can hit that one? Kind of look up at Wendy on her shoulder and like, you got this. I love it. Why don't you roll to use magic then? <sighs> that was a four plus two. That's a six. Can Damien help? Can he reposition us? Sure. Go ahead and try to help out, Damien. Oh, please help out. Nope. Nope, Uh-oh. that's worse. That's a three. Mm. Oh, no. 
Uh, we are just disaster squad right now. Yeah, Damien and us together is not working out. <laughs> Damien and Raven, your your plan to be a, a valiant charging cavalry is not going so great. No. I will say, so you tell Wendy, like, get that one. And of course, Damien hears that and is like, I'll get even closer. But as Wendy is like plucking one of their quills and using their like trinket as a bowstring, they pull it taut. You see the quill starts to like, like spiraling wind currents sort of gather around it. And Damien, you take this opportunity to like leap to be the most dramatic and helpful mound ever. And it throws Wendy's aim. And when they let go of the quill, it bang and it literally tears a hole in the side of the warehouse missing the gorilla and like tearing the like you know metal apart and like sort of just creating a new door in the side of the warehouse um inside of which you hear several people go what the heck was that gonna draw immediate unwanted attention even more so than the little bits of lock that felicity blasted up into the the window (laughs) We it's may not need me re- anymore. Raven's gonna, <laughs> Raven's gonna look at the gorilla guy and then look up at the hole in the wall and be like, "That could have been you. You're next." Good. <laughs> that was the a warning shot. A good spin on the situation. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Turn it into an intimidate thing. Uh, let's see. We may need to rethink the plan a bit. We didn't have any other plans. <laughs> this was it. <laughs> This is why uh, we can't make plans. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Wing right. it forever. Uh, da, da, da. Not going to spend too much time on it. Uh, Aiden and the Lynx are still fighting. They land some mitts on each other. She does like look back when like the hole gets torn in the side of the warehouse. What are we doing? Punch. You know? <laughs> um, all right. Who's up next? What are you guys doing? Better plan. We just trapped these two in yep. the, Trap a couple in the, the box it. and just go yep. on from there. Yup. Let's do it. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, so I'm gonna use magic. I feel like I can only do one of them at a time, but I'm gonna essentially pick them up and throw them into the shipping container. Okay. I can only do one at a time, right? Well, roll, roll first and I'll tell you what the, what the effect is. If you only get one, Whitaker will hip throw the other. Love that. 11. Uh, it works without issues. I'm going to guess you want the trap a specific person, minion, or monster effect? Yes. Perfect. You reach out, grab, which one? Gorilla, tiger? I did tiger the last time. We'll do gorilla this time. Okay. You grab the gorilla shifter as he, like, reaches his arm forward to, like, grab at Whitaker's head. Maybe to just, like, melon crush it. Uh, and he, like, and is flipped head over heels and just like goes somersaulting slam you psychically throw him into the back of the container where he just like slams into a bunch of the stuff inside dope (laughs) all right Whitaker it's up to you you're you're maybe I don't I don't want to say good at magic you're very strong at magic (laughs) yeah that's the thing that's the that's the that's the word Whitaker you said you had an idea I would like to lead the tiger as close as possible to the shipping crate and then toss him in there <laughs> or or do the thing where you know you wait for him to like lunge at you and you like sidestep <laughs> yeah uh, it's probably a kick some ass roll seems like let's a physical thing it. you're trying to do to him yeah yep you want to yep. get him where you let's want do him. it it's a nine a nine well well 
You don't get your extra effect. <laughs> we, we tried. The tiger is going to claw you. Fair. But uh, you can do some harm to it if you'd like. I would like to. Could we say that at this point, while he was bobbing and weaving, he got out his big knife? Sure. Striking with the big knife now. Going to fight this tiger with your safari knife? <laughs> Listen, it says on his inventory he's got a big knife. He's, yeah, he's fighting fine. with the big knife. Yep. And that is a... It's uh, just one harm. All right. I like this. The tiger slashes at you. You knock it away with your knife. Because do you take any harm from a two-harm attack? No, I don't. Yeah. You're able to just, like, dodge out of the way. It rips some of your armor on that one arm. And then you, like, very quickly reverse grip the knife and slash at him back. And you see it does cut him, but he snarls at you and the wound quickly, like, it's back together. Damn it. Hugo, you are there. You could potentially help get this thing into the crate. Possibly. He, he was more waiting for once they're in the crate, but... Hmm, I suppose if you crate. roll plus... If you rolled to help out even, I'd let Whitaker get a 10, which would do the force him where you want him effect. Let's roll to help out then. Because when I do it, it gives plus two. Nice. Nice. 10. So I think, I think the move is, Hugo, you've been standing by the door ready to like close it, but you see Whitaker's having trouble getting this big cat shifter into the crate. So you just come up behind and like stick your leg out like a trip move. So Whitaker, when you flash that knife across and the thing grins at you like, you then just like, fuck it, push him. They trip over uh, Hugo's extended leg and tumble back into the thing, which you can then bang and slam shut. So once it's, does this container by any chance have air holes? I mean, it's not an airtight seal. Awesome. There are no air holes because it's a container. Can I do a thing once it's closed? Yeah. I'm going to zap the container. Ah, I see. Uh, That's a magic roll then. If you're trying to use your electricity powers. Because that's what we're about today. 13. No glitch. And you get a bonus, right? Uh, I don't think so. Do I? No, I guess not. That's okay, though. I do have plus one forward, though, so that'll be fun. Hugo, you, once the door is shut, immediately start casting. The light of your whispered tattoo begins to glow. Do you want to settle on a color for the energy that your lightning is? You've said red before. Is that like, we're just going to stick with that one? Let's go with that for electricity. It's a bluish white. Okay. The electricity starts to gather around your arm, and you slam that into the side of this metal container to try and zap whatever is inside, that being the two shifters. When you do that, from the front door of the warehouse, another bolt bursts out as if it's drawn to this other source of electricity, like it's arcing to it, and and really starts to like hit this thing. Oops. Before you can even like mouth the words, oh no, a lightning bolt from the sky also zaps this shipping container, which is gonna knock you back. You will take two harm from this. And as you like are knocked back, your arm smoking a little bit, you sit up and see on the horizon those storm clouds getting real close real fast. But you don't hear anything from inside the container. (laughs) If he dies, he dies. Hey, adventurers. Are you a fan of people? Maybe even being around them? Then get vaccinated. If you're healthy and able to receive a vaccine, you should do that. Obviously, if you're listening in the future, hopefully we've managed to end the COVID-19 pandemic, but this message is timeless. Get your flu vaccine every year. 
Stay up to date on other vaccines that protect you from tetanus, hepatitis, and HPV. It takes a little bit of effort, but the positive impact is greater than you might realize. And a sore arm is a small price to pay for helping to keep others safe and healthy. Do your part, adventurers, and we'll beat the real monsters out there. The Lynx Shifter is going to, let's see, she is not going to keep fighting Aiden just now. She runs from the, like, alley space you guys were in and, with her big cat claws, climbs up the side of the metal building and scrambles in a window. You hear her shouting inside, you can't quite make it out. But Aiden dusts her jacket off quickly and then rushes over to join everyone else in front of the shipping container. I don't think we're going to have very long. What is the new plan? We gotta Uh, find the birds! Search and rescue. That's the plan. Okay, I can do that. Sure, sure, sure. Maybe we don't use the hole we just made in the side of the warehouse. Just use just like a regular door. You can Everyone totally do that. Everyone expects us to go through the new hole we made in the wall. So you guys are going to just walk through that front door then? Now consider a two-pronged attack. Someone's through the front, <laughs> someone's through the back. Catch them unawares on both wait. sides. Go- going into the bad guy's lair, just waltzing in, it wasn't risky enough. We should split the party first. That, that'll really show them. Yeah, that'll solve it. Felicity. Gonna be honest, never, never worked with a group this big on a... <laughs> <laughs> on search and rescue missions. Yep. It's usually me and one other person. <laughs> Felicity. Yes. Could you roll your start of mystery ability? Yes. And Raven, if you would like to roll yours now so that you have those holds to use. Bad! I got two ones plus three, oh. so five. Okay. Five is the lowest I can roll on a magic roll. Still room to fail, no matter how good you get. <laughs> I still got it. Mark that experience. Oh, I still have to level up. How'd you do, Raven? Uh, I got an 11. Hold <laughs> three. Alrighty. You let me know when you want to ask those questions. Felicity, the lightning strike that hits the container, as it's lit up, your eyes also light up. When you fail, you get like clouded, unclear visions, right? Yes. On a miss, you get a vision of something bad happening to, to me. To you specifically. I get a vision okay. of something bad happening to me, and the keeper holds three to be spent for one to use on against one you. Yes. Yep. All right. Lovely. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing about my magic is when it's good, it's really good, and when it's bad, it's really bad. <laughs> that's, that's magic. Felicity, you have a vision of Aiden leaning over you. Her face is stained with blood, and you see she's crying. And you see your hand weakly raising up to, like, reach for her. And it's also covered in blood. (sighs) Lightning across the sky backlights her. And you back into the present. That's all you see. Oh, boy. Uh, guys? I'm going to say this, Felicity. The team, they're all rushing for that entrance. There's not really a lot of time to discuss this. (laughs) Ah! She's going to (laughs) run. Okay, you guys open the door of the warehouse or kick it down or whatever you need to do to get in there. 
towards the back of this warehouse, you see that massive glass container with the coils and wires hooked up to it that seem to be brimming with electrical energy. You see several figures who are opening a back door to this place that's more like a garage door. It like lifts up on a track and you see a, a truck drive in and start to like back up. Looks like they're going to try and load this up before you guys can get to them. You see K. Tolvane is barking orders, basically just telling them, get this on that truck now. So a lot of the shifters here, they have shifted into their animal hybrid form, but they are occupied trying to get these chicks away from this warehouse. Raven, do you want to burn one of your holds to know something? Sure, absolutely. You rush in, you're quickly analyzing with the movement of everything. You see up in the rafters of this place, that lynx woman is like running around to get in position, or perhaps she just relayed like what happened and is now looking to like position herself for a fight. The boar shifter, Sledge, who is fully transformed already, stomps over to Cade. They're coming in the front. Cade puts his hand on his shoulder. He says, do not worry, friend. You and I will take care of them. Kate is a bear shifter, so he looks like a massive grizzly bear uh, humanoid. Sledge just kind (laughs) of, hell yeah, boss! He's going to go into an all fours type of run at your group. He's charging you already. Okay, so we saw the glass case full of, um, you know, with, with all the machines, with electrical stuff. You can see, and, and there are several shifters dismantling this container yeah. to try and get it on the, the loading truck. Did we there see is... the birds? They're are they there. still in there? Oh, they're still in there. Okay. They're in there, yep. Um, did I fit in the door as a pony? Yeah, because you said you were a small pony. Perfect. Damien's ready to charge in there straight for the container. He just needs a quick point from Raven that she's yep. feeling brave and wants to go for it. Well, what are you guys doing? Sledge um, is making a, a charge at you and Cade is just like deliberately walking towards the group. He doesn't seem like he's in a rush, even though he was just like telling all his men to like hurry it up. So can Raven, um, uh, as soon as she notices the Lynx woman, just like either tap Damien or like elbow someone next to her and just kind of gesture of like, keep an eye on that. Just super quick of like, Hey, heads up. You want to tell Aiden? Yeah, whoever's closest, if she okay. can just super quick, like, eyes up to the ceiling. All right. Yeah, Aiden also clocks the links. Cool. Okay, my main worry, most of you, uh, Raven to some extent, can do magic damage. Whitaker cannot accept how many clips are le- or how many bullets are left in the, uh, the, the Damien-charged clip. I believe you only used one of them on the Radio Ghost manifestation. Just one. So... A standard clip's worth. As soon as possible, he's going to empty that clip into (laughs) (laughs) into the pig man. That's going to be my move whenever that comes around. Sure. Go ahead. The fight is on. Let's go, Whitaker. (laughs) Take some uh, leadership initiative here and just blast that guy. What'd you get? I'm not looking at the dice roller chat, so... Uh, Fuck it, I haven't used any luck. I'm using a luck, it's now a 12. Okay, nice! (laughs) I can't keep going on like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It comes a point where it's like... "Mm." I'm not wasting magic bullets on this. Okay, so I would like to kick some ass, and I would like to give plus one forward to whoever's attacking next. Whitaker is done messing around. This case has been open for a long time. He's got eyes on the prize, and this boar guy has escaped twice now. It's just like, go down! 
bang! Your gun lights up with green energy, almost from where you're holding it on the grip. You launch a green shot at Sledge. How much harm does it actually wind up doing? Um, I know, so the revolver does two harm. Okay. Uh, and then magic gives it Magic plus gives one. it a plus one. Plus one. So you do three overall. The bullet sinks into his enlarged upper torso. He very quickly is going to close the distance but before he does, before he can like actually get to you, because I don't want it to be like, he's there. Your bullet causes him to veer off a little. He strikes some crates, which he then uses to his advantage. And he like launches one at you with his large tusks, which will hit you for three harm. All right. Mark. You can reduce that by whatever amount you're allowed to. Cool. Aiden is going to go after that cat. Uh, <laughs> Bad rolls tonight, folks. Yeah, but like not good enough to fail because then she would be getting Ooh. experience. So she rolled a three with your plus one, that becomes a four. With her plus three tough, it becomes a seven. <laughs> it's just enough. <laughs> just scraping by. Just scraping by. <laughs> it's like the worst of both worlds. She lets her wings come out and rockets up into the rafters. Uh, as soon as she like lands up there, they retract again, and she just like comes charging at the lynx woman with her glowing golden fist. The lynx is surprised by this, which is probably where the plus one comes in, Whitaker, because like she's distracted by the, the gunshot. She's like, oh shit, did they shoot at me? No, oh, ah, lady with a fist. So she will get hit, not doing a ton of damage, but she is certainly keeping the lynx engaged. Natalie, question. Yes. I know they're loading this onto a truck sort of in the back through like a back entrance mm -hmm. window thing. If we wanted to get to that truck, mm -hmm. we would either run through the whole warehouse to get there through yes. the bad guys and everything, or go around the outside and we would just get to the front of the truck, correct? If you wanted to turn around and run outside the warehouse, yeah, you could run around the building instead of running through it. It'd take a little longer, but... But there wouldn't be people in the way. Well, there certainly wouldn't be the big bear guy in the way, <laughs> for yeah. sure. Like I said, there's other shifters in here that are working to load the, the large containment vessel. You assume that there at least might be less people outside. So do we know, just looking at it, the chicks have not been loaded yet? They have not, because the they, are, they okay. are still unhooking the containment thing. Okay. Uh, which again, actually, Riven, you would know, you would see this. The outside of the box, every time a little bit of electricity arcs off the chick, uh, or one of them anyway, it strikes the glass and it lights up these like carved etched runes on the side of it. And the like the electricity sort of travels through that almost like it, it, it's like a maze work of stuff. And it just sort of mm -hmm. is distributed and dispersed throughout these magical glyphs on the glass. Okay, uh, so the, the, the chicks are in the containment thing. It is just not quite on the truck yet. Yes. Okay, yeah. Uh, Raven's definitely going to lean down to say to Damien, like, are you thinking what I'm thinking? That's a I dangerous think question to ask Damien Edgecrest. You want to take the long way around? You also have a, an extra door that you made. You can at least go halfway through the building and then go That's around true. outside. Yeah, yeah, if that hole is sufficient, let's do that. It's a big hole. We needed a number on yeah. the side of this building. Nice. <laughs> That's my spirit. Yeah, Raven's gonna like, she's just hanging onto his long flowing mane. Yeah. Okay. Like, hi -ya! <laughs> 
I have to imagine that this is sort of fulfilling a childhood fantasy of Raven's. She would never oh, yeah. admit it, but like... <laughs> it's it's like a, a fantasy she never knew she had, but now it is being fulfilled before her eyes of riding yep. this gigantic, beautiful pony. <laughs> All right, you are going to run... Uh, I'll say act under pressure just to avoid drawing the attention of Sledge. Uh, do you have a better role for that? Do you want me to help you act under pressure? I have plus one cool. I have no stats. I've boosted them to zero, so I will help. Okay. Ooh. Eight. Help. I got a ten total. Ooh, I also, hold on, act under pressure. I took advanced in act under pressure. Is that 12 plus only? Yeah. 12 plus only. Uh, I only boosted you plus one with my help. Still very good. Yeah, still, oh, still good enough. Danger Your quick trouble. thinking, Raven, allows you to act even though there's a lot going on, and you say, let's get to that truck. Damien, you take off, and you guys head for the opening in the wall that you created. Everyone else, what are you up to? Mostly Felicity and Hugo. We haven't heard your opening salvo to this fight. Well, Felicity was going to crush the truck, but now she's seeing that everyone is going to steal the truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you don't quite know that. You just know that Raven and Damien are taking off in front of you. Okay. Felicity wants to do what she can to get the workers. She wants to kind of push them back. Sledge and Cade, the two that are, like, going to go fight you guys, or? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Four, five, six, nine. Works with the, with the glitch. Okay. <laughs> I haven't done this one yet. It has a problematic side effect. On brand. <laughs> but, yep. like Very on one. brand. Uh boy felicity uh <laughs> what what sort of like magical thing are you attempting to do to these guys you're gonna try and slow them down you said yeah yeah i'm gonna try to slow them down or throw them back whatever comes out i don't know <laughs> okay well i think with felicity's magic in mind you reach out and as you do this this pulse just boom emits from you into the entire warehouse. And uh, Whitaker, your gun is out, and you watch like the flash on your gun slowly happen. Maybe, <laughs> nice. and you're headed oh, for that. No. You're headed for that. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's the slowest run. You're like, why am I not? Ugh. You're trying to like stretch to go faster. Aiden is like throwing a punch, and that the cat lady also is like her movements are slowed down. The entire warehouse has been locked in this, like, molasses slow time. Hugo! It's moving in molasses slow time. Yeah, what, what are you thinking? I mean, you can still think just as quickly, but everyone's bodies have slowed down. Uh... I love the new Super Hot trailer. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Hugo's gonna start going ham in this situation. Let's zap the Lynx Lady. Hugh's going to try taking out his scrimmistics. Okay. And akin to a taiko drummer, he's going to try to drum down one while raising the other one up so that it can try to catch a lightning from the parents up above somewhere. Yeah, and bring it down. Yeah. Okay. Thor. I will say this, because this is what Felicity's like problematic side effect is. You're going to do this move. Everyone else is taking the actions they've taken. And it feels like forever before this time slowdown effect 
actually ends. Ketel Vane, you see his face grows more frustrated as he slowly just continues to walk forward. You see Sledge is like digging himself out of the pile and it's like 30 minutes go by where everyone is just so slowed down. You can maybe take like one or two steps in that time. Felicity, you're also just standing there with your arm outstretched like, Oh no! What happened? <laughs> I love this. Like I broke everything. <laughs> and so Hugo, by the time you like pull out your screamer sticks, your tattoo slowly lights up to glow, and you slowly bring it down and make contact with the ground as you raise the next one up. The second that tip of your screamer stick touches the concrete, <laughs> lightning flies through the ceiling of this place. It interrupts Aiden and uh, the Lynx Lady's fight. So I'm gonna make both of them act under pressure. Lynx Lady's fine, she's got cat reflexes. Aiden is, actually she gets a worse outcome or a hard choice. So the worse outcome is that she loses sight of the Lynx Lady in the lightning flash. That lightning tears through, seems to disrupt whatever like slowing magical effect Felicity had caused. And there's a big hole in the roof of this warehouse now. Time speeds up. Damien, you finally uh, head out the side door. Whitaker, your shot finally like ejects the casing and it ding, ding, ding on the ground. Let's see. What what magic move are you going to try and pull, Hugo? I want to say it was the trap of specific person because it was going to try to keep them in place so that Aiden could just start wailing. Mm, no such luck with a lightning bolt of that size. I, I guess we're inflicting one harm, but I gotta do some rolls. That's right. I just let Hugo do magic again. I just want you to do cool magic, Hugo. Go ahead and roll. We'll see if it's even worse than I described. Fifteen. You're fine. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Well done. So that's that's a harm that the Lynx woman cannot avoid, but... Her act under pressure allows her to slip into the shadows and basically get out of Aiden's line of sight. But you have also disrupted the magical effect of Felicity's time affectation. When you look up through the ceiling, Hugo, you see that those dark clouds that were like a ways off are now right over this warehouse, filling the sky. So it got darker in that like long 30 minutes that was actually like three seconds for everyone in the warehouse. And uh, yeah, it's gotten stormy. Once the lightning hits, Cade finishes taking the like third step of his walk, and when he can move again, he starts in a sprint towards y'all. Whitaker's plan right now is just keep unloading magic bullets. Keep unloading bullets. Go for it. <laughs> so that's my plan. Gonna fire at Sledge. Gonna fire at Cade. Uh, we'll just keep wailing on Sledge. Cade's not here yet. <laughs> okay. We still got time. It was a nine. A nine. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you both do some damage to each other. You do notice Cade is like now fully engaged. Like no more swagger, just gonna kill. During the 30 minutes, he like ran a lot in his head, just like. Uh... Whitaker was doing like four dimensional chess because he'd <laughs> see like, he'd see Sledge's arm moving. He's like, is that a punch? Is that a punch? I'm gonna deflect. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yeah, Sledge is gonna do his charge attack at you, Whitaker. So he's gotten up out of those crates that you knocked him into with the first shot. You do manage to... Bang! Fire another one at him, which is another three damage. Yeah. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, his charge attack is three harm. Noted. Because he got to come at you from distance. So, Raven and Damien, you guys managed to get out through that hole. You then quickly run the length of the warehouse. And when you come around the back where you see that truck having the door of that opened up, ready for people to start carrying in this big thing, 
uh, you see a guy who is sort of standing outside directing things, but he is a little distracted. He's looking up at the sky. He's got this dark gray wool coat on, very pointed features, and he seems to be like shouting at the different shifters who are taking orders from him. Raven's going to lean down to Damien. Hey, you see that guy shouting orders? How do you feel about headbutting him? Sort of a whispered neigh. <laughs> it's that like horse, like... <laughs> Yes, thank you. That was the sound effect. There's the fully work for you. <laughs> so, Damien, are you going to kick some ass as a horse on this dude? Uh, absolutely. I'm going to do it in the proper channel this time. Hell Great. Yeah. Got you. There's a nine. Can I try and help out to bring that to a ten? To make it a that... ten? Yeah, that changes things. Uh, that's a eight total. That's enough, although I think something happens to you now. Yes. You also expose yourself to trouble or danger. Okay, this is yeah. perfect. I love it. Damien, you rush up. What's your kick some ass bonus going to be? Um, if I could force him down so I'm like, I could sit on him, that would yes. be peak. I would happily just sit down on him and pin him down to the ground. That would make All right, yeah, you could totally like pin him, force Wait. him where you want him. Uh, let's see, that's one harm from natural attack, and then two it does ignore armor and heals me up. Hugo, could you read the shield spell for me really quickly? Yeah. When you protect someone, gain two armor against any harm that is transferred to you. This doesn't stack with your other armor, if any. And it's only when you protect someone else. Only when you protect someone else. Fair enough. This gentleman takes two harm as you horse hip check him into the side of the van and then just like pin him there. The extra danger that you are exposed to, Raven, is he... He's right next to me. He's right there, and he isn't yep. paying attention to the horse because he thinks you're the rider. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, also, he sees Windy on your shoulder. So he sees Windy and this, like, pastel horse that you're riding, and he just goes, <laughs> You think you can beat me, girl? He looks like he's about to start casting something at you. Oh, boy. Um, Raven's real spooked. I can give you a minute. Let's jump back to Felicity. <laughs> What you doing, Felicity? What am I doing? Well, I just fucked it up real bad. I might do it again. I might try it again. Okay, just like keep throwing weird magic at these guys? Yeah, that's what Felicity does. Um, but this time she's not so much gonna try to slow them down as much as she's gonna try to hurt them. So she yep. is trying to uh, inflict some harm this time. Okay. I got a nine. You're able to do the one thing that your magic sets out to do, and it has a glitch. I'm going to have that glitch be I take one harm, because I'm not about to fuck around with the... Uh, Problematic <laughs> side effects. Yes. <laughs> but the, uh, my magic also has the effect of hex, so it deals an additional two harm. All right, yep. Does that also ignore the armor? Yes. And you're dealing this to who, the bear or the boar? The boar! Okay. We have beef. <laughs> You see his arm twists like you were wringing out a towel uh, Ew. <laughs> because, of your, because of your magic. It just like, like oh, I hate you see that. The, you see the like the bones and the muscle just like splitting out of the skin. He's just like Ugh! roars in pain. Yeah, it goes right by his magical defenses. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna say, let us have the birds, or I'll do it to your other one too. Nice. Because she's trying to, she's trying to, um, honestly, she's trying to mimic Raven outside. She was like, She's oh, trying to come up with action movie lines. Do it. I'll do it to your other one. Give yep. us the birth. 
She doesn't have um, beef with the boar. She has pork. Sorry, I heard you say I've got beef with him. And I was in the other room and I couldn't say anything. I'm just going to let it just go. But yeah, thank you, Whitaker. <laughs> but yeah, she tries to do a cool action movie line like Raven did outside, completely mm-hmm. fails at it, and uh, busts this guy's arm. Yeah, okay. The Lynx up in the rafters. This is more just like narration because I don't know if any of you are really paying attention to it, but. Uh, she oh, is like, it's going to matter. Don't you worry. Okay. She is climbing underneath some of the like metal framework of the, the roof structure upside down and using her claws to just shimmy across it. She is going to use her ambush feature to attack Aiden, who's standing up there after that lightning strike, which blasted past her. That's kick some ass. I'll roll it for Aiden to see how she does. There we go. That's my girl. That's nine plus three, 12. So she's going to do, she's just going to do some more harm, I think. She's getting fed up with this cat who keeps swinging around and dodging her. So the cat's ambush attack is three. Aiden has two armor and can reduce any damage she takes by one because she's a tank. Aiden's smite does an extra one damage. The cat's natural armor reduces that by one. So she does two harm. To the lynx. Who like now has a few bruises and maybe like a bloody lip, but it is quickly healing. These shifters are tough, as evidenced by Sledge, who like had his arm just totally jackknifed uh, and is still seemingly ready to fight. That being said, Whitaker Cade is rushing you as he sees everyone piling onto his subordinate who he needs alive. So he's coming at you. You get a bear charging for your face. Um, How bull-like is this chart? Like, is this a thing? where I could stand in front of a very uh, solid surface and duck out of the way very quickly. <laughs> that is more like what Sledge was doing. Kate but like smarty pants. Kate is a lot smarter, and he, he's not running like on all fours. He's jogging at you. You know, just for the heck of it, let's do theming. It's like the rock is coming to like punch you in the face, except it's a bear and he has big claws to slash your everything. God. Listen, so like he, wanted- he's running very quickly, but as he gets close, he does that like skid, 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 reaching back to slash at you. As much as we've all wanted to get mowed down by a bear in our times, we <laughs> have to deflect. Actually, uh, Sledge, you mentioned earlier, he like ran to some crates and like threw them at me. Is there a pile of crates I could jump jump up onto to try and like get some high ground really quickly? Not really. I mean it's it's just broken boards. You know, like yeah. he threw he threw pieces of a thing at you which then like, you know, you dodged out of the way of them and they clattered to the ground around you. So there's not really Oh, like I didn't those. dodge out of the way. I took three harm from it. I assumed they were big Oh that's crates. right, that's right. Yeah. So like you got hit by a, a wooden crate which then just like clattered to the ground around you. It's not intact, though, so it's not, like, able to climb up on. Okay, uh, ooh, I'm just going to... God, I don't want to take harm from this man, so I'm going to try and run away. Just dodge <laughs> and weave out of there. All right, you're going to act under pressure, then. Yes, 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 yes. What is everyone's harm total right now, just so I know? I have Two? one harm. <laughs> one? Nothing, nothing? Three. Okay. God, hang in there, Hugo. Ooh, He's going to get hurt a lot more if I have anything to say about it. <laughs> Don't you worry. It's a seven. So you have a hard choice to pay. Um, yeah. If you don't engage with Cade, the person who he is next closest to is Felicity Starnbrook. Oh, rip on a stick. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I get it. And like also chance. Hugo, but it's like the three of you now on one end of this warehouse. Actually, wait. 
How much harm does Felicity have? One. Which she inflicted on herself. Yeah. All right. Some might call that choice wild, but okay. Yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit. Whatever. Whitaker has opinions that don't make strategic sense sometimes. That's fine. Good to know. That's your hard choice. Uh, in that case, I'm going to... Because I will say this. You have a magic gun, but she stopped time for a little while, so... You're all high on his list of threats. <laughs> There's no, like, I don't like knowing that one. Like, no. Well, all right, I'm going to do my best to get back on his threat list. And if that, and I guess that looks like when I try to dodge out of the path of the bear, mm-hmm. we're going to move towards Cade and try to get the, the muzzle of the gun like right up in his face and pull the trigger if I can. Yeah, he comes to swing at you. You're able to just quickly sidestep and let's have a little, a little fight scene uh, moment there. You do this sidestep move, his big bear claw just, and he like, Hold still for a moment when that gun is there, and you see his bare eyes still staring forward. He gutturally just says, You have no idea the pit you're stepping into, Agent. Let me give it to you straight. I've got three shots left. One for your left ear, one for your right ear, and one for your mouth if you're not careful. Now we got a Category 5 coming in fast, and if you don't step out of the way, got all three planted straight in your brain. <laughs> You are late to the game. <laughs> we'll resolve that in a minute. Hugo, you want to do anything? Hugo wants to zap him. Cade specifically. Okay. You kick an ass or cast him a spell? Cast him a spell with the goal to trap him, not to damage him. And by trap, stun him in place. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Could save Whitaker a lot of hurt. Ah, a six. Okay. Let's see. Something your effect goes. Yeah, your effect goes wild. On a miss, you lose control of the magic. This never ends well love this book <laughs> i can help out if it helps your story with this concept in this particular situation hugo's trying to channel the lightning through his own body oh but why hugo <laughs> it hasn't gone well both of the other times <laughs> hugo i hate to break it to you right now you're not uncle iroh you want to be but you're not no, you're not right there yet you have Great. luck points you can be you could be. <laughs> That's true. If you want to burn a luck. Anders brings up a very good point. But you can be as badass as you want to be for Seven one times. day. Seven <laughs> times. Mm. Is this the time? Yeah. It doesn't this... have to be, but. Ugh. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, All right, this is Hugo. The time. All right, Hugo. Again, very keyed in to the greater situation than just this fight that's happening in the warehouse. You feel your connection to the magic of nature and the storm above you. Is there anything else going on in Hugo's mind as he reaches for this magic besides, I just want to zap this dude? Give me a bit of his inner monologue here. Oh god, I hope this works. Oh god, I hope this works. Oh god, I hope this works. (laughs) Okay, just panic then. Great. Uh, (laughs) Nice. The lightning, it doesn't course through you but rather is again called from the sky through that same hole in the, in the ceiling. I'm going to make Aiden and the cat lady dodge again. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. All right. As the cat woman has Aiden pinned on one of the bars that's been almost melted, it's, it's definitely been scorched by that first lightning strike. And the lightning bolt totally blows the cat lady off Aiden, and the lightning bolt comes down. It's going to hit Cade. How much damage does it do? Uh, I was doing the trap thing, so... Oh, the trap thing, that's right. So this bolt arcs into Cade as he goes to swipe at you, Whitaker, after he, like, had that, like, taunting exchange with you, and he is trapped. He will not be able to make a move on you for a little bit. 
Hugo, your tattoo is glowing very strongly. Some of the black bits have shifted over into their like white powered up effect. That's, that's fine. What bad thing could come of that? Raven, let's jump back to you. You're outside. Oh boy. There is this older, past middle-aged man in the peacoat, and he's about to cast a spell in your face. What do you do? <sighs> Raven is going to pull out her big knife, um, and she's going to she's gonna threaten him with it she's gonna try to hold it up to him and be like don't you move whatever you are casting stop and can she try and manipulate him into like i don't know just convincing him to stop go for it go for it okay i can use sharp instead of charm when i manipulate someone which is way better so that's a 10 okay what is the argument here besides, like, don't? How does her braininess come into play here to get her to, like, try and argue this guy down? Well, she's holding a large knife up to his throat, and mm-hmm. the argument is, if you continue with your spellcasting movements, I will hurt you. <laughs> I know what you're doing. Like, I know you're trying to cast magic. Gotcha. Okay. I, I think that's the angle here. So, all right, yeah, you're, you're sort of uh, intonating that, like, you're not some kid. You know what's going on, for yeah. sure. He grins and says, It is not my first time at the rodeo, either. And he's going to fire a spell, not at you, but at Windy. Oh, no. Your summon. Oh, no. What kind of spell? It is a blast of... Please be wind. It's lightning. Dang it! <laughs> it would be. I mean, he is the expert that they called yeah. in. No, Windy. Can I roll to protect Windy? Because I'm a big horse and I'm like all up on him anyway, and just like. Can you shift us? Jump into the way? Go. Uh, well, and let's see. Bump him so that like I touch the hand instead of the hand going. Yeah, straight you can. For you Windy. can make a protect roll if you want, Damien. But this guy, like, you see his hand crackles with lightning, and he's just lets it fly at Wendy, who's on your shoulder, Raven. Uh, it's an eight to protect. I protect them okay, but I'm going to suffer some or all of the damage they were going to get. Damien, I'm going to say this. You're watching this guy. You have your horse head kind of turned mm. around as you've got your horse butt, like, pinning him against the thing. You see he's, like, not intimidated by Raven's move at all, and he's yeah. going to cast the spell. So as he lets it fly, you buck back, which, Raven, that knocks you off. You're on the ground now. Uh, Windy falls with you. Uh, and Damien, you'll take the magical lightning harm. Excellent. Um, let's see. So it is two, no, it's three, three harm. Magic. Okay, so three gets reduced to two because of my armor. Yes, correct. I'll, I'll say, Raven, he's doing a kick some ass, so you can totally kick some ass on him. Well, how much damage does your knife do? One harm. So yeah, you do slash him. Oh yeah, if she sees him cast a spell anyway, even if she's getting like bucked off of Damien, she's still yep. gonna try it. Yeah, you slash him. It Make gets him. It, it like doesn't get his jugular, but like as your knife comes up, it definitely like across his face. Uh, so he's got some blood coming down from that. Ugh. So then, it'll be you and I. You see his coat tear away. He's got a bunch of glyph tattoos on his arms that all seem to be lightning based. Can Damien turn as the pony and do the mental dominion on him? <laughs> it's just you and me, and all of a sudden the pony just turns at him. Uh, yes, please. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that's a that's a twelve. 
That is hold three to this older gentleman. Okay. And the holds let you ask him a question? They give me three orders. That three orders. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Go for it. Uh, you, so you as, use your demo- so yeah so here's what happens raven you get knocked back and you're like oh damien just saved our bacon and you see damien's horse form shove its face in front of this guy and just you hear the demonic whisperings of damien's infernal <laughs> abilities i picture damien's horse said turning around unnaturally yep <laughs> i think it, you're also just now standing bipedal on the horse's back legs with the front legs just sort of dangling by the sides <laughs> there's no need to like pay attention to anatomy when it's damien so <laughs> yeah the first order is take off the pea coat because damien's gonna fucking wear that pea coat damien <laughs> please <laughs> priorities i'm role playing the character no, i love it it's so good <laughs> first off Give me your coat. Second off. What's the second order? Uh, I'm going to say, put your hands out. Okay, he does. They are crackling with lightning energy. Be very careful, Damien. Then I'm going (laughs) to tell him to aim that shit at the tires. Okay. Cool. I like this a lot, actually. Damien, you... Or just touch touch himself. No, no, it's fine. Tires is good. That's what you said. Tires. He, his eyes glowing green, he spins around and lets fly this lightning attack, which strikes the side of this truck. It hits the guy in the cab. It keeps going. It come, it like hits the walls of this thing, ripping through it. He then swings it back around, hits the tires again. They melt a little bit and sizzle and pop. For cinematic purposes, there's like a shifter who just leaps out the back as this truck <laughs> ignites the gas tank. You know, the lightning goes right through it and just... <laughs> so the truck explodes. He's uh, a high-level caster. Oh, shit. Yeah. His hands lower and his eyes shake clear of the green. And he just like turns around back at you looking pissed. You thought I was alone. That was your first mistake. <laughs> Yes! I love it! This duo is so good. Ah, yeah! Unexpected, (laughs) but delicious! It's really good! (laughs) All right. Don't get used to it. Raven's never gonna have as good of a night. (laughs) I don't know where these are coming from. What is everyone else doing? Hugo's just doing the same thing over and over again of lightning bolts. (laughs) He's just doing the regular one-harm zapping. Don't hurt yourself. Oh, no, he's not trying to. He's not going to hurt himself this time. Hopefully, I know, but like, be careful. There was no glitch on your last magic roll, Hugo. Correct. All right, for this round, Kate is still stuck by this lightning attack you've hit him with. Sledge, however, is going to charge at you because you've now restrained his boss. Do you want to kick some ass on him, or do you want to just try and get out of the way, Hugo? I will. Either kick ass on him or cast magic on him, depending on what you think makes more sense here. You're sort of concentrating on keeping this trap magic or this like restraining magic in place. So I think you'll have to use your your other skills against the uh, boar man as he charges you. I can try to shoulder check him if need be. Yeah, you could always come in and help or just also double up on the kicks of ass and try and take sledge down while Kate is restrained. Kicking ass it is. Nine. That's a straight damage trade. Uh, la 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 la. Sledge is going to 
He uses his brute force. He just comes up and decks you, Hugo, with his big uh, strengthened arms, which is two harm, but you can deal your kick-ass damage to him back. Which is one harm. Okay. Uh, so you've got your tattooed arm out casting this spell, and this guy just comes over and slug! You ugh, recover. You've taken hits in karate before. You go with a backhand, which knocks against his boar snout, but it doesn't seem to phase him at all. This is a thick, meaty boy who is coming after you now. And Hugo is unstable. Yeah. Who else is going? Whitaker, you're here in this fight. Yeah, I think he was going to follow up on his promise to plug this plug Cade's head full of holes, but now that Hugo's getting attacked, he's going to like clap him on the cheek. Oh, tight for me. Uh, attack um, uh, Sledge. There we go. Okay. Fire in those shots. That's an eight, so trade damage. He will do his brute force punch at you. You fire another bullet at him. You get him in kind of in like the flank. And how much is his punch? Uh, two. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Whitaker knows how to be in a fist fight. Knows his guards. Sledge is not looking great. He's starting to breathe heavy. Hugo, well, you re- recognize that, like, you're hitting an unstable uh, amount of damage. You think maybe Sledge also just hit around the same amount of uh, damage for him. Mm-hmm. Felicity. Yes. <laughs> what you doing? Who is still near me? Uh, the bear and the boar. Still right there. Bear and it's, the boar. It's, it's sort of a three-on-two fight right now. All right, I'm going to hit the boar again with some magic. Ten. Hex damage. Yeah, uh, so that's three. He, what do you do? I want to do the same thing that I had done earlier. Is, you fuck up uh, his other arm? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah! Yes! Fuck up his other arm! <laughs> I love it. I was going to say throw up in the air and then slam him on the ground, but fucking up his other <laughs> arm is even better. He goes to make a, a second punch at Whitaker, and you're just like, no! And, <laughs> it's all horribly I mean, ruined. what I tell you? Uh, I love it. Whitaker, for like the 17th time, stares at Felicity in horror. Fair. She is just like affecting the physics around this guy's body such that it starts to just mess with the matter of it. Okay, that's Felicity, Hugo, and Whitaker. Aiden is still slugging it out with the Lynx. She got a, she got a 12, so she's gonna get to do extra damage this time. If they're fighting on the rafters, can she force the other woman off the ledge? Well, actually, the lynx got knocked off by the lightning bolt that Hugo called down. So that lynx fell and took some fall injury. Aiden just jumped and came down on top of her. Super cool. Um, the cat lady didn't land on her feet? Oh, she did, but, like, then it's Aiden crazy. landed on top of her and just, like, hit the back of her <laughs> head. <laughs> like, oh. With a golden elbow drop. Like. <laughs> so that's what she's up to. But you guys are fighting a sorcerer. What are you doing? <laughs> Damien. I will say also outside, it is like starting to rain heavily. So the car fire, the truck that exploded, is getting like rained on. And a couple of the shifters yell out to Cade, Boss, they just blew up the transport! <sighs> Damn it! Like he's all pissed off now. Damien is going to bend over as a horse, grab the pea coat, and then turn and grab Raven and then run back to head and back into the warehouse. Can you, Having completed our side mission and stolen the cord. Raven's legs. 
Oh, just like flip her up on top? Yeah, just like scoop her up. <laughs> well, I mean, it's Damien, right? So go ahead and act under he pressure just, to do this escape maneuver. He can just like contort unnaturally, go under her, and then pick her up and run. Oh, I hate that. He, <laughs> I love he it. could. He could. <laughs> no. Do oh. That. oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. What but happened? it's not worth burning oh. a luck point for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Shame. So, Damien, you go to. Uh, it, it's Damien's fatal flaw. He went to pick up the coat first. And when you like come up with it in your horse mouth, the sorcerer guy is just like pissed and in your face. And he says like, I don't think he says anything. He just like mutters some arcane word and he's going to lightning blast you in the face. So you will take three lightning damage again. Solid. How far away are we from the rest of our group? A warehouse distance. Oh. You're at the I back don't... end where they were loading it up. The fight is happening basically near the front door. Okay. I thought the rest of the group could see the car getting loaded. Yes, because it's, it's, it's a pretty straight shot oh, back. From like, far. Oh, okay. Like, there are we storage can, like, things on that. the sides of the building, but, like, there's empty space to walk the length of it on the, in the center. Okay. Yeah. I understand now. Oh, she kind of she wants to run back. I don't think she wants to leave Damien, but she, I, I think she thought that they were both going back to group back up with the rest of the squad, and now she doesn't know what to do. I think she's going to stay with Damien for now. You're going to keep fighting with this guy? I'm more like take up a defensive position. I think she wants to like back up a little, but she's not going to like turn around and run away. She's going to start backing up back towards her friends. Why don't you roll read a bad situation? Okay. That's a 10. As you back up from the spellcaster and Damien, you can glimpse down the narrow space between this building and its neighbor where you all first started the fight. And you see a few folks who must work at the other buildings rushing around, securing tarps to cover stacks of raw material or bringing stuff in out of the rain. The storm is just continuing to whip up around you. But you also notice a motorcycle that is driving towards this building, Traveling a lot faster than anyone really should be going in this area, you have to assume a little that it's a motorcycle because it's fairly far away, but you're able to note that it has only one headlight. Okay. Does that count as one of my holds, or...? That was reading a bad situation. You could use a hold if you wanted to figure something else out, potentially. Um, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? Is that a danger, and, like, is there anything else? The motorcycle is too far off for you to be able to tell if it's a danger to you and your friends or not. That's just not something you're able to discern at the moment. There is something potentially dangerous that you are starting to pick up on. It's very noisy out here. You're still fairly close to the truck that's on fire. There's the distant sound of a motorcycle engine. The wind is whipping by really quick and rain is adding to that extra noise as well. Plus, of course, the thunder every time a lightning lights up the sky or hits out in the bay somewhere. But you're starting to hear something else within the noise of the storm, and it sounds like an eagle or some other bird of prey crying out. Raven's just gonna call to Damien and, like, hope that the rest of the crew can hear if she yells loud enough, but she's just gonna yell at the top of her lungs, she's here. Can I also ask what's the best way to protect the victims? Victims probably meaning whoever in the squad is the most hurt. You don't really have line of sight exactly to where they are, but best way to protect the victims, Raven, you've been holding back. And there is okay. a literal caster in front of you who is slinging stuff your way. Yeah. Uh, it might be time to cut loose. 
Okay. I was thinking about it. Just waiting for a good time. I'm unstable. It seems like a good time. Yeah, it might be a good time, Raven. <laughs> okay. All right. Damien's also a gloop demon, and it's really hard to tell if he's hurt or not. Everyone else, what are you doing? Whitaker is a man of stubborn wrath. Which is going good. down. Yeah, man. Go for it. Two shots left. It's an eight. All right. It's another trade of damage. Again, that's three damage overall. Three damage overall. Okay. You fire at him, it hits one of his twisted arms and blows it off. The, like, acidic gloop of Damien's magic eats through and just it thuds to the ground with this, like, horrible wet slap. (gasps) Like, screaming, right? Like, this is a shifter. They are not used to taking this type of damage and it being permanent. So he's mad. Uh, I'm actually kind of sorry about that one. (laughs) He definitely headbutts you, like, with his big tusked head. It's another two damage. Man, it's a good thing you guys have powers. The Lynx is again going to try and escape from Aiden. She's going to rush at you, Hugo. You're still currently, well, I don't know about the biggest threat. There's a lot of threats over here, but if she can get Cade back on the board, she thinks they still have a chance. So that's what she's doing. What do you do in response? Hmm. What can he do in response, actually, in this case? Since he can't do much else until something's right up to him. I mean, she'll be on you. You'll be able to, like, physically react if you want. The, the sad thing is that him physically reacting is less effective than him using magic. So I guess he's, he's going to use more magic. Hmm. Question. Mm-hmm. Can the summon a monster into the world thing be used to get a creature closer? Like if you summoned it next to you. You want to summon the room? someone to you? Like summon the mama into the building. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, Hugo, you mad, mad genius. Try it. Okay, we'll see what happens. (laughs) Where is Hugo in comparison to me? Right next to you. You're all pretty right next to each other. Can I help him out? (laughs) Yes, please. I mean, see what his roll was. What's the roll? An eight. Okay. I got a seven. You get a six, Felicity. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Keeper holds. Keeper holds. I've remembered them this time around. So, your eight means that you're going to have a glitch on your magic. Felicity, your help out, which fails, means some things. Also, Hugo, you're unstable. So when your magic goes, what's the glitch that happens? Let's resolve that first. I'm going to regret this because it does the least causes the least problem for everyone else in the group he's going arm. to take one harm yeah you're actually going to take two because your wound is unstable oh oh that's that's not good no it's not you're going baby nuke. <laughs> so so i'm curious yeah how much harm means you're dead what are you at seven okay here's what happens Hugo, you look around. You had a lot of time to do this math in your head when time got slowed down. There are half a dozen shifters at the back of this warehouse. You just heard them say that the escape route was eliminated, which means they're not going anywhere. That means they're not going anywhere. And you still have two, three shifters engaged in a fight with you. Raven and Damien ran out back there. They apparently did something to the van, but you don't know what else is happening back there. You know that this storm is is going to come down and ruin Portland unless something is done and this fight is dragging on. You 
have always had a bit of an affinity for lightning-based abilities. And this Thunderbird that you know is out there is calling out, missing its chicks, and furious at the people that took them. And you think, this is poetic. Your tattoo glows and emits this like humming noise of arcane energy as you draw and call out to nature like you were trying to do before. But this time you hear something click in your mind and lightning through the roof again. It separates physically Aiden and the Lynx woman who both get blasted away from each other. And in the center of this warehouse, Spreading its wings is a blue and white falcon type of bird. It's it's not any particular species. It just has the features of a bird of prey. Lightning jumps in between the longest feathers of its wings, which then arcs and hits the sides of the building, being conducted by all the lightning and everything. The lynx woman kind of like, oh, oh, shit. You see Cade still being held by your one spell, just like, Ah! And the bird screams. Yeah! Whitaker, you sit up. There's a ringing in your ear. You see Cade held in, on the shoulder of the lynx woman. Aiden is like slowly getting to her feet and kind of stumbling over towards Hugo. Felicity, you also are knocked back and sitting up. It's still loud as heck in here because rumbles of thunder are emitting from this bird, which has landed atop the container where the chicks are, which are also now leaping up at the glass. And the bird is like pecking, pecking, pecking at this glass thing, trying to break it. Hugo, your body lies there crackling with energy and a figure rushes from the main entrance. They are in a loose fitting brown jacket Their long, dark black hair is done up in a sort of thick, wide braid that's slung over one shoulder and slightly angular features. And uh, they're wearing like acid wash jeans and with like hiking boots. They run over to Hugo and their arm lights up in the same way his does when he uses magic. They slap you in the chest, Hugo. And Whitaker, you see some of the lightning energy like pulse into their arm, which they like flinch, but they take it. Hugo, you are stable but I'd like you to put your character sheet away for a little bit. Uh, I will send you the new character that you can take actions for uh, as we continue. You'll be playing Jordan Rivers, who just showed up to save you. Okay. They stand over Hugo's body as they see Cade and the Lynx woman trying to like sneak out the back. And they say, uh, Shifter, face me. And Cade turns around. Whitaker, you see Jordan's upper torso starts to... They fully morph into their wolf shifter form. The jacket that they were wearing, they let it slough off and cover Hugo. But then... And you see glowing through the gray fur that sprouts from their arm is a whispered tattoo that starts at one wrist, travels up the arm, covers the lats and trapezius, and then starts to travel back down the other arm. And uh, they glance over at you, Whitaker, and they say, make me glad we didn't kill you. And that is where we will pick up next time. Oh my God. You guys are not done. Whoa. Holy shit. (laughs) 
Wow. Hugo Rashad summoning the Mama Thunderbird into the metal building. And then <laughs> taking a good no wrong. <laughs> The drama of what it all. What a move. Right? That was good fun, Lord. guys. What a, you haven't, what a bang. You haven't what? fought and gotten in trouble like that in a while. I've been yeah. so excited for this yes. fight. Before this session, I worried that we were going to be so good at recon that this whole thing was going to be too easy. <laughs> to, like, then you, then you it. beefed it hard in the first roll. Immediately. <laughs> Immediately. The entire plan went to shambles. <laughs> it was glorious. I expect nothing less from this group. I love it.